right. Well, all right. That's good to up. go. All right. Here's the big question: Should we start out with some flight test music or some flyaway music? What should we do? Wait a minute. What? Who huh? flew away? Well, nobody flew away, but we just thought maybe we'd change it up. We're in a different location, oh. different stuff going on. You know, I gotcha. I gotcha. And see, we can test to see if this goofy USB board I have works. <laughs> All right, here we go. Let's just see what happens. Get a little music and we'll what? get rolling. $20 studio. <laughs> I don't know that. It's way more than that. This is awesome. Good setup. Uh, welcome, everyone. Thanks for joining yes, us. Um, I'm pulling my hair out and running around like a chicken this morning, making sure everything's going to work. Uh, we'll see what happens. But thanks, guys, for joining us in studio. We have Scott, Pat, Mike, Chris, of course, your host, on Skype, on the line, our crazy Canadian, Andre Russo. Morning. And then, David was supposed to join us. We were set up, uh, and he was feeling kind of ill. I haven't heard from him. If he comes back, we'll get him on, and he can hang out with us. But other than that, we'll see what happens. All right. We got to get David on, and we got the memo. I know. If you see, we <laughs> got our uh, tricopter shirts on. <laughs> That's awesome. I didn't even um, notice that. <laughs> yeah. So it, everybody watching, or li- of course, people are going to be listening later, it, I have a little studio in my house, just testing things out. We, we, there's going to be some changes coming up. Uh, I'm not going to talk a lot about it yet, but there's definitely going to be some stuff going on, changes going on. So you're probably going to see this studio for a little bit and see what happens. Lots, lots to talk about later down the road, but uh, can't say too much right at this point. Uh, I guess we'll just dive into it. Um, we went to a annual swap meet yesterday and it's usually a pretty good one um it's the local big swap shop they have every winter over Wooster. and the last couple years we've been been there the it's been snowing and nasty Mm -hmm. and weather's crappy and you get there and there's all kinds of people there i've done very well there in the past and not i'm not complaining because the weather we have right now is unbelievable like like mid 60s mm-hmm. and sunny, and sunny and, and calm today. And right, calm, and more hopefully, we're going to go flying later. I can't wait. That's what I'm looking forward to. But I think yesterday for the swap meet, it kind of killed it. 
you know, I think the nicer weather people did other things. I honesty. think you're right. Yeah. I really they didn't do. want to be inside a gymnasium or yeah. whatever. Yeah, planes. Right. They were out flying more than likely. Uh, and you know, it was supposed to be ten to two. They had an auction at noon, and after the auction at like twelve thirty, the it place was, was deserted. Like there was nothing around whatsoever. Yeah, tables cleared out even before the auction. I mean, they were gone. Yeah. People just like packed up. Right. I, I it was, was. It was a bizarre. That was crowd. my first time there, so I had no comparison, and I kept asking, "Is this how it normally is?" Mike, your first swap meet. So, what do you think? You've never been to one. It's different. What? What? What do you think? <laughs> I don't know. There was a lot of dusty, faded, faded <laughs> planes that have been found. That's for sure. <laughs> and I'll tell you, your setup was one of the nicer setups. I thought by so. far. Yeah, by <laughs> uh, for selling stuff, and you know. Um, Go back like three, four years ago when I went, it was all like balsa and nitro yeah. stuff. Like I was the only one walking in with foam and electric. And my my first year there, I was, you know, you get like a couple hours to set up, obviously. And I was pulling stuff out of the car and I was selling stuff going through the door before I could even get a table and get it. So they're like, wow, where did you get that? Look at that giant foam warbird. Because at that time I was selling off some of the bigger foam uh, FMS. Quick, yeah. Oh my gosh, them older guys seen that and I had them all weathered, you know, and they looked great. And they're like, oh, if, even if I don't fly that, I'm hanging that up in my shop. You know? <laughs> and I think I sold half of the stuff before I even, you know, went through the door. But this year we noticed a little change. There was definitely more electric stuff there for sure. There's no doubt in my mind. Yeah, that's what Pat and I were saying because we this is our second year that we went, and we went last year, and it was like pretty bad. There's snow on the ground last year, mm -hmm. but we went in there the first time. We're like, wow, well, this is mostly all gas balsa stuff. I mean, there was hardly any electric. Yeah, I've never all. seen so many glow engines in one. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> in, in bad condition. Yeah, yeah, but. But this year, there's a lot more. I know this is Amish. Uh, How crazy oh is that? Oh, my gosh. They brought like this trailer full of larger scale RC like, Did stuff. they, somebody like <laughs> they, they rented a van and rented a driver oh and got this gosh. giant trailer. And these, I mean, literally these Amish guys were pulling out. Large scale stuff. Huge scale. Oh, my gosh. Andre, it was Cubs incredible. Yeah. I mean, just, and the funny thing about them is they obviously are into it and they know it. And they know their stuff. Like they, they came by. I had one group of Amish. They were checking out a couple of my planes like four or five times. Oh, what's what's in it? What's you know this? How much you want? Oh, we come down. There? I mean, they were kind of really trying. Hey, to You give thought me. they bought that Sequoia, possibly? Yeah, I think one of them did. Uh, Andre, they bought the the uh, the older green Sequoia. Yeah. So I mean, it was just funny to see them in there. You know, yeah, you don't picture Amish guys. <laughs> You know, flying airplanes, but I, they were into it big time. You know, cool. even at the Cleveland air shows, it seems like I see see a lot of Amish. It surprises yeah. me how yeah, right. how they follow flight. Hmm. So I'm trying to think what else. Um, a lot of older stuff there. Some stuff I haven't seen in years. Um, Andre, I know a while back I was sending you pictures, and if you remember, I sent you a picture of one of the older E flight P38s. And I said, man, I always wanted those for a long time. They've been discontinued for years. And a guy had one brand new in the box for 100 bucks, And I was just like, oh, my gosh. I mean, because I was searching eBay for a while for, for one of those. Couldn't find them. You know, looking at all kinds of hobby shops to see if maybe they had one online. It's been sitting on the shelf for a few years. And here a guy shows up with a brand new one in the box. And it's a beautiful looking airplane. 
and I think you went over and I did. So yeah. that, that one was a kit you had to put it. Yes. Together. Yes. Yes. Oh, wow. Just a kit. So you got to get the motors, ESCs and, and everything. But did you, did you pull it open? We and did. We did. Yeah. Yeah. I think when Mike and I walked yeah. over, we pulled it open and it looked like quite a bit of work to put that yes. together. <laughs> Plus you have to figure out your ESCs and your, Oh yeah. Yep. Your motors. But, uh, yeah, to set the scene. Like when you're there, you have no idea about these planes. So then you go over to Chris and Chris is like an RC historian. So he's like, well, I think that was three generations ago. That was the no, park zone. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you're like, wow, he knows all this stuff. You're like that one flew okay. Not great. You're like, wow. Yeah. Cause I, I've either had it or crashed it. Yeah. One of the two, so. yeah. So he's a great resource. I mean, you can rent him for a swap meet. I'm kind of like, <laughs> yeah, right. I know. I'm kind of like Andre, you know, is now like I had 900 warbirds and flew them all and crashed them all. And, uh, you know, I'm over that now, but still, I, I don't have that many. Warbirds. Are you Come kidding on. me? <laughs> I just wonder how many of your planes Andre would have bought if he was here. <laughs> well, oh, he, trust me. Trust me. He already's like, what are you, you selling, selling, buddy? How about that P-47? Mm, I don't have one of the those one, yet. The one where you had, uh, I thought, the most tear to your eye was that Cub. Oh, yeah. yeah. You sold that. the Cub. I, I sold the Cub, Andre. <laughs> and that was like right at the yeah. end, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. Killing me. <laughs> you had, I swear, I saw a tear in his eye right. when it was I was table. actually surprised when I saw it there. When yeah. I walked up, we saw it on the table. I'm like, wait, you're selling that? Oh, man. <laughs> You won that short takeoff landing contest with What's that plane. plane? Uh, I know, I know. Yeah, Chris I, looks like he's being stabbed. Uh, <laughs> I think we did see it here. I'm pretty sure. And the crazy thing was, Andre, I had a million people look at it. And, you know, I left the receiver in it because it has the AS3X and everything. And, I, and everybody, they, they kept trying to, you know, I sold it cheap. Trust me, very cheap, with, especially with the receiver ready to go. It's got the upgraded ESC and the prop and everything on it. And people are like, well, can I get it for $40 yeah. less? I'm like, no. <laughs> right. if, if anything, I'm taking that one home. You <laughs> yeah, know, exactly. If I don't sell that, it's coming yeah, back you're, you're home. Okay I, I was that. surprised at how many people, you know, you said you had that um, the receiver in there. They're mm -hmm. like, well, I don't have anything Spectrum. I'm not even going to use that. that. That's true. There were a lot of people interested in it that, you know, they don't fly Spectrum. Um, a lot of people were At that said point, I would have pulled the Spectrum. And said, no, okay, no, no, <laughs> no. No, because that was one thing. It was, it was going to go. Set up with that. Um, the funny thing was uh, our friend of ours, Jason, Jason Bash, who we've known probably since uh, Rotor DR1 to come out and help the, on the movie and stuff. So I, I talked to him. We're kind of friends and everything. He, it seemed like every year at the show, he's bought something off of me. And uh, it, it, right at the end, he came by. He was eyeing it up. He's like, take, take you know, 100 bucks for it. I'm like, ah, I can't do it to give it you know, 100 bucks. Got the receipt. Ah. But later on, he come by. He's like, all right, I'll take it. I'll ta I'm, I'm buying it. I'm taking it home. He said he's seen Eric Monroe flying it out. He's yes, got one out yes, of his I house. He said he's he's too. cruising around all slow and inverted. He was teaching his wife the last time I was there flying. Really? Yeah. And he's like, I just love that plane. He goes, I, I can't pass it up. So if if anything, I'm happy that it's going to you Jason. Home, yeah. yeah, and I know he's going to have fun. Saying. And Oh, yeah. my gosh. And you know what? That, that The sweet part for that airplane is um, 
because it's just a tiny bit smaller than something like the Fun Cup or the Tundra mm-hmm. or even the uh, the Timber. You know, it just it just fits in the car that little much better on a smaller park. It I agree. Handles that area a little nicer. So I, agree. I think you're nuts to sell it, dude. Buyer's <laughs> <laughs> wow. remorse. Yeah. Yeah. Turn the knife a little more. I think I see some tears right now. What was funny is the other night, you know, Chris and I were bantering back and forth on uh, on uh, messaging, and uh, I guess his wife had the computer in front of it, oh, and she yeah. chimed in, and it was just Oh, a that riot, was a funny you know? story. That was funny. So, <laughs> you should share that a little all bit. All right, so, so we're... <laughs> If I share mine, you go share yours. No, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yes, yes. No. Shut up. I have to. Oh, no, 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 absolutely not. It's got to be oh, good. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh. You sure, Mike? Yeah, there's no, like, question about it. I'm not sharing it. Oh, come All right. on. Uh, okay. So, don't, okay, don't share your story. I'm kidding. Wow. It's, it's serious now. It's serious. We don't need to hear that one. That's fine. All right. So I was going back and forth to Andre a little bit. I was like, hey, I'm going to sell this and this and this. And he was kind of joking around like, hey, I got, I'd like to have that P47, you know, blah, blah, blah. So in the meantime, I don't know. I had my phone sitting somewhere. While my wife was on the computer. And uh, I don't know what she was doing. Well, you know, my messages were going on to the computer. So I, unbeknownst to me, I didn't know. Uh, I said something about selling the sport cub. And um, Andre's like, no, no, not the sport cub. No. And my wife's typing in, yes, everything's <laughs> going. I'm selling everything. And, and Andre's he's like, you, right? Yeah. Now, Andre like, thinks it's me. He's like, question mark, question mark. What's going on? And my wife's like, I'm selling everything. I decided, you know. Big exclamation points. Everything's going. I was like, and I see my and phone like and I was like, oh, like, oh, no. no. <laughs> Andre's probably ready to make the trip down here yeah. just to buy them before you release everything. Either that or not. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly what it would be. Nine-hour drive for an intervention. Chris, sit down. We need to talk to you. What's going on here? Because my wife's in the corner rubbing her hands. Ooh, I got him now. He's texting from his car. Oh, no. Uh, Go a little faster. Cut down to eight and a half. Oh, man. So yeah, that was that was kind of fun, and but then I got to make fun of you too, Mike, because you had some older, older quadcopters. It, it, this is just Mike's good side in his mentality. He, <laughs> I, I don't even want to <laughs> go ahead. He had some Simas. Is that what they were? They Sima older, older. Do you X3s remember the X one? What, what was the what was the Horizon Hobby version? The, the MQX or something? Yeah, Blade MQX. It was okay. similar in size. They were, oh, okay, I remember, I remember that. Yeah, well, yeah. He, he had like some two versions, two generic versions of that, and um. He was selling them, and we had quite a few people kind of looking at him. I was surprised. Yeah, the thing I didn't think would sell, but I, I made it a two-pack. I'm yeah. Like, if you need parts or extra right. batteries, you got two complete sets here right. uh, ready to fly. <laughs> so two I, I, two I got a laugh because at first he goes, maybe I had to open the box and make sure it's even in here because <laughs> I didn't check anything. I, didn't, I just grabbed it off. My, it was sitting in my basement. I did have fun with these quads when I first got them. But so I'm like, well, I would have flown them for probably two years, I'm I guessing. Go, what if you sold them and the guy got home and nothing was in the box? I mean, what? <laughs> so, and then he asked, do they fly? I'm like, well, I'm thinking last time I, yes, they fly. I know that, but the batteries might be, you know, being stored down. Right. I don't know how the shape of the batteries would be in. 
So he finally sold the pair. For they like, do flips and stuff. I do yeah. remember playing, and they were very durable. Believe it or not, even though they were a cheaper version, they were very durable. We flew them in the lab. My other buddy, he wrecked it. I don't know how many times, and that thing held up. I couldn't believe it. Hmm. So they were a good product. There's nothing wrong with them, but yeah. I just I don't know. I'm just hoping that the batteries last because he's wanting to go, pl- you know, play around. I'm like, oh man, I don't know. I hope it works out for him. I don't. I'm not. I'm not ever on the selling side. I don't. I'm not real comfortable being on the selling side of things. And, and that was the funny part. After he finally did sell them, he just sat there and he was I like, "I dwell on it." Though. Oh my gosh, Chris! What if they get home and they don't fly? What am I gonna do? I'm like, <laughs> Mike, it, it's it's thirty bucks for two of them. They got they spent fifteen dollars each. I go, I'm sure it'll be fine. Uh, you know what I, I mean? Dwell, like, well, I maybe the batteries are bad. This is not. The, I should have checked the batteries. Bad. I'm like, don't don't worry about it. You know, it's a swap meet. People, I mean, you know. But it was it was my intentions. Funny. I mean, like I said, I I wasn't. I know they were working when I last flew them. But then I get to thinking and dwelling, like, oh man, did, did are the batteries good enough to even fly at this point? Yeah. I don't know. And then Scott, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you finally bring in your um, Ultra Micro uh, Sport. Cu- what the is Carbon that? Cub? The Carbon SS. Cub SS because you've been wanting to get rid of that. And we could forever. see he was he really wanted to get rid of oh, yeah. coming in. I'm like, oh, okay. And I had, a, I had a float set too, and, and like it was still in bubble wrap, like inside the package. He's I like, this even is a nice up. product, people. Yeah, I was like, I, it's only been flown three times, and you guys saw it. It yeah. was in decent Mint shape, condition. you know. Yes. I was like in good shape. Mint. It's a really tough sell though because it doesn't fly well. Right. <laughs> so Scott really couldn't be so like, "Oh, yeah. this thing's awesome." Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you would be dwelling even worse than yeah. me after. A while. I was trying to push it. And there's a couple of people. <laughs> there, there's a couple of people on the fence. They're like, ah, "Well, I don't have Spectrum." <laughs> and that was another thing that the one guy that was, was like, killing I don't you. I know. Like, oh. That's I would have lied my teeth off. Yeah. <laughs> this thing is fantastic. <laughs> it doesn't even it's, need a transmitter. It's, it's just thrown up in the air. It's a rocket. It just it flies itself. <laughs> flies itself. So easy 90 mile an hour. Yeah. Knife edge. <laughs> All that. <laughs> Little they know it's you know, knife edge when you don't want it to do knife edge. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, that point. I'll eventually get rid of it. <laughs> I'm not going to fly it. It's in the it's, box. It's still in the you box. Had the box you had I even charged up the batteries the, the day before and tested it out yeah. both batteries. Oh, so they you actually were way still better work. than me. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But now I have fully charged battery. Now I don't know what to now do with it. Now put storage Yeah, I know. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe that thing didn't sell, though. And, well, and, he, you did show up a little. It's, it's, it surprised well, me. When I we didn't first, realize. When we first got there, there was the other the other table setup guys yeah. were looking pretty heavily. And there was a lot of sales going before you guys showed right. up. Yeah, that's, I think you'd sold yeah. at least one item mm-hmm. before they showed up. When I we know, pulled up, two. when we pulled up, there were so many people walking out with planes. We're like, oh, my gosh. I mean, stuff is going like hotcakes right yeah. now. And we, what? We were like. 20 minutes and late. that's a, yeah. that's From another thing with swap shots before they open to the public you said a lot of times the other yeah the other sellers will go around trying first. to get better deals uh, so yeah. what time did you, you, get, you uh nine o'clock, nine o'clock, we got nine o'clock. Yeah. Oh, okay. but it wasn't open to the putt like right, just normal right, right. people yeah. to 10 supposedly gotcha. on the flyer yeah that's a little scheme they got going on we'll get here early you know go around get yeah, they were too i mean they were because yeah. i'm like i kept looking at my watch i'm like it's not even it's 10 till and there's been all these people over at the table right yeah 
So, but it was interesting. If you've never been to a swap meet, there. Uh, I'm still thinking back at the Amish here. I'm like, you know what? They don't have television. I think I'd be really heavy into my modeling career. Yeah. <laughs> if yeah. I didn't have television. And the, <laughs> you could put dedicate a ton more time. Yeah. Uh, the crazy thing is, too, it's distractions. I mean, big stuff. Oh, like yeah. Andre, we're talking probably two, they, like, three thousand dollars. They went out, cut stuff. a tree, and molded this thing. Into yeah. Yeah. Plane, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. One of those wings had that like <laughs> aluminum spar sticking out of it. It was the size of like a broomstick yeah 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 that was serious <laughs> but you, you gotta think because i i know there's like uh mennonites that live by my dad's but i'm bow hunting those um, kids are out five o'clock in the morning till dark right i mean they have no tv they're they're just I'm, i never saw kids it could be like 10 degrees out and they're out there oh, wow. all day <laughs> well the thing that got me was they were young I would say yeah, they were like 16, 17, 18, probably even yeah. early, you know. That's what I'm guessing. And they're flying $3,000 airplanes. I'm like, how how's this possible? I'm going to come over on your side so I can get more airplanes, you know. But those guys cleaned up at the auction because Oh yeah. I mean, most of that stuff at first was less than $10. Yeah. yeah. You know, on those guys it was like $3. Boom, they probably just get the electronics and stuff at that point. I what made those half-built like yeah, balsa planes that they kept walking out with. Okay, my here's my question: When they buy stuff, what do they do? Where do they go, or or they can't? Can they order online? Do How they, does that work? Do they, yeah, do they fix they it up and then resell yeah, it? I like know. I don't know what they. Yeah, you wouldn't think know. they have internet too too heavily. Uh, Maybe they are. I don't know. That's a big question. That's why I said. How stuff? do we get to these listeners? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> AM radio. It's an untapped market. <laughs> it's on a damn the Amish community. We're gonna have to send out mailers, I guess. <laughs> oh. uh, it was that was interesting for sure. Uh, I think that's about it with the swap meet, though. Anything? Else? But you still how many how many plants did you sell? You still five, did pretty five. good. I that's, sold five. That's pretty good. You sold the Visionaire. Yeah. You sold the the Striker. Striker. The Sport Cub. Sport Cub. Um. The P forty seven. Was, Wait, didn't you have a vapor too? Uh, oh, yeah. The FPV vapor. That was the five. Oh. Um, the <laughs> P47, the yeah, Corsair. Corsair. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the Corsair. And then I came home with the, the mini vapor, which I can't believe nobody bought the mini vapor. Well, someone said. I Gave you batteries for that. I know you did. <laughs> Didn't someone like they suggested that the battery was bad or something? They someone pointed out a negative aspect of that plane when it came out. I heard they were talking about it. Oh, I don't know. I don't know if it was the battery or ESC and that that's straight. He even talked his buddy out of like just stay away oh, from it. Wow. I remember. I don't know. I didn't have any problems with mine. The only thing I did have a few people said that they flew them on the in, you know indoors and like with the other planes it it being so little and so light it would just get tossed around or one yeah. guy said oh, yeah. his got shredded and like in the, <laughs> um, of course but I came back with the Funjet Funjet Ultra um, the your gliders yeah Andre not. none of the gliders went which really your shocked dynamic me S dynamic S, S didn't back, go rock didn't go wow. no no I had Wrong one time of year. You know what? Wrong time of year, I think. Like, um, mind mm. you, I'm, I'm talking Canadian time. <laughs> oh, that that could be. But here, I mean, it, you're they weren't even in. really looking. No, I mean, well, one guy did pick one it up guy. And was looking at one guy, you could at sell them at Flight Fest. Eh, maybe, but I I probably won't wouldn't do that anyway. But so yeah, but other than that, it was it was pretty good. It was fun. All right, hey, I got a story I wanted to share with you guys, and I don't know if you've heard it. And it's actually pretty funny. So let me pull it up and I can read the specifics here. Uh, did you guys hear about what Harrison Ford did? 
<laughs> no, I just saw the headline. Yeah, that's, that's it. So. I just yeah, saw the, the headline bams. as well. So this will be interesting. Mams are beautiful. I mean, <laughs> I have a feeling they might pull his license. Um, oh. Here's the, here's the crazy thing. Was it? I'm going to say, and I'm pulling this out of my butt. Maybe a couple. <laughs> sorry, I don't want to mean for you to spit coffee. <laughs> no. no monkeys. <laughs> no monkeys. <laughs> good timing. Um, I want to say a couple years ago, he crashed one of his planes on a golf course. He did. Uh, uh, yes, you're year. right. I did. Was it last that. year? And didn't he have like a teenage girl with him or some younger passenger? I didn't I hear about that, but yeah, I, I know thought, he definitely wrecked one. Yeah, I thought there was some some, some story like that. Something. Yeah. But anyway, anyway, he was he got hurt pretty bad, like shattered his yes, pelvis. I remember. And, you know, I'm kind of thinking about it. So what's his news story? I didn't. Oh, you didn't? Oh, I when you hear this, Yeah, Mike, I haven't heard like, I don't know. I'm, I don't follow the news. And the, and the guy's been flying for a long time. He's, I'm sure he's got a lot of experience. So he gets through all that, and I'm thinking it's probably going to slow him down a little bit or whatever. So I seen this story on, I think I first seen it on Twitter. And I'll just read it. It says, on Monday, um, I don't know what the date, February. This was on Valentine's Day or, or before, so it was on that Monday. So on Monday, after receiving clearance to land on runway 20 left at John Wayne Airport, a pilot then landed on the parallel taxiway instead, overflying an American Airlines Boeing oh. 737 Whoa. that was holding short in the process. NBC News has revealed that the pilot was actor Harrison Ford. According to NBC, Ford reportedly was uh, recording, uh, recorded asking air traffic control, was that airliner meant to be underneath me? When ATC came back and informed the actor they just landed on the taxiway. Says air traffic controllers cleared the pilot of a single engine Av- Avit Husky to land on runway 20 left at John Wayne Airport. The pilot correctly read back the clearance. The pilot then landed on a taxiway that runs parallel to the runway, overflying the 737 that was holding short, according to the FAA investigating uh, incident. Uh, the American Airlines flight was departing for Dallas shortly after the incident. Ford previously made headlines on March 5th, 2015, when he experienced engine failure while flying his Ryan PT-22 recruit and was forced to make an emergency landing on the Penmar Golf Course in Venice, California, which Ford suffered broken pelvis, broken ankle as a result of the landing, but made a full recovery. Wow. Now, Ouch. I don't quite understand... Um, when you got that much experience and you're coming in, a runway is very visible. Yes, yes. You know the numbers, the hash. Yes. It looks a lot different. A light, yep. yeah, everything. I mean, it's not. Yeah, taxiway looks nothing like a runway. I mean, and it's know, so much smaller. Did they have a picture of it? <clears throat> well, no, but that's just an example oh, yeah. on there. You know, yeah. you got you got a landing strip right, with yep. all the markings, yeah, with all and, the markings, right? and the taxiway beside it is about half that size. What what are you doing? You know what I mean? Plus, if you see Tip, a, tipping back on Grandpa's off medicine is what you're doing. <laughs> and if you see a plane on that runway, you're probably going to do a go around. You're, you're, <laughs> yeah, you you're not going to go over top of them. Yeah, like, right. Like, <laughs> no, we got this. We got this. <laughs> you wouldn't commit to it at yeah. that point. That know, would be pretty. Yeah, that would, that would be out there. <laughs> Unless you had a fire on your plane, you're probably not going to do that. <laughs> oh, oh I gosh. bet. I bet there was a few people at his plane when he finally rolled in there oh, and was yeah. getting out. You know. <laughs> now, oh. I, excuse me. I I heard with with John Wayne Airport. I don't know if this is true because I've tried to look it up, but my buddy at work had said like he did not want that airport there, like where it was. Oh, really? And so after he died, they named it John Wayne Airport, but it's not. 
really in honor of him. Really? More or less. It was kind of like, like, okay, screw you. Yeah, stick it to him. But like after he was gone, because he wanted nothing to do with the airport there. That's what I had heard. That's very possible. But I've tried to look it up, but I was like, it's too good a story. Yeah. I have to share it. Wow. (laughs) And then Harrison Ford's there just causing like hijinks. Okay, I guess we're going to move on to a huge, huge story that I don't even know where to start or how to talk about it. I'm, I'm still kind of in shock. Um, and Andre, I guess we'll just start off with you. Uh, Andre's leaving the show. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. Um, uh, Stuart is leaving Hobby King. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. it's it, I, I still actually haven't even watched the video. Like when when the video broke, and I guess it yeah. was announced, my phone just completely just blew up. Like it was just going off all day. Like Stuart's leaving. Stuart's leaving. Blah, blah. Yeah. Um. So I guess uh, I mean I wonder why. I mean he was a very important part. I think to that company. You know from what where they were before he was there and what he's done and, and the yeah. Durafly line and the Avios line that's that's coming. I mean, I I think personally he he turned that whole kind of I wouldn't say the whole company, but the whole air at least the airplane line around and made it into something where people really like, man, these are some good nice quality, quality. Yeah. nice yeah. flying airplanes. And he's so like I've said to him before, maybe even on the podcast, whatever, but when you have a multiplex fun cub in your wedding photo, <laughs> you're passionate about RC airplanes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So to hear that, I was I was really, really shocked. And I think, and again, I'm just speculating. I haven't really talked to him since then or anything that uh, they were kind of teasing these airplanes that come out, you know, for a while and now all of a sudden boom there was this huge push with everything you know the bushmaster and the efx extra um I'm trying to think off the top of my head what else the, the spitfire, spitfire um yeah the yeah. 109 oh I'm, I'm in love with the 109 oh i want that 109 <laughs> anyway um uh it's just all of a sudden they're all going even though like the bushmaster's not coming in for like i think a couple months and now i I realize why, why you know, he's, he's out. So Andre, fill us in on maybe what, you know, I, like I said, I didn't well, watch the video. So I'm just, yeah. just from what everybody's. He, he actually will be coming on the show. We're going to get him. Uh, so basically first week of March is his last, uh, um, last um, couple days with the company. Mm-hmm. And then he is taking a break. Uh, he actually messaged me afterwards a couple of days late, uh, ago, and, and we had a pretty good discussion of why. And it's, frankly, he said, you know, his uh, it's family-related. Um, his wife is, uh, you know, she wants to go home and stuff like this. So mm-hmm. he basically said, look, I can't balance it. I have to make a decision. And, you know, so my comment to him was, you know, good for you to have the courage yep. to do it. And uh, so he's going to he's gonna take a bit of a breather. I mean, he's basically, he's been on one heck of a wild ride. I mean, I think it's almost six years with the company. Company. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is uh, Toby. You can see the emotion in both of them. It's you know it's a hard thing for them to to do. And so I think he's just due for a break. But uh, yeah. So 
we're definitely, and I, and I basically said to him, I said, hey, if you're relocating to Europe and you're not plus 16 hours for Musk, because that's a real pain to try I and know. do a show. I know. Uh, I mean, we'll, we'll do it. But I said, man, you're, you're, there's, there's, there's an open mic for you anytime. Um, so it's, uh, it's um, I, think, I think he and I now have been talking really good for the last two or three years now. Um, so it's, it was kind of like, wow, you know, when he told and it's been, it's been fun because, you know, he, he, he you know, I, 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 I got to lower, learn about a lot of neat things about the industry and it's, it's kind of neat to, to be able to sit there and, um, and, uh, you know, be able to have those conversations about what he's designing and stuff and, and just, you know, kind of an inner working. So, um, it will be very fascinating to see where he goes, but, um, and, and what he comes up with, but it's just like, wow. Yeah. So all of a sudden you're right. And he's, he said, his goal is basically to get all his projects, all his ducks in a row and get all the manufacturing going and stuff. But I, I just, I, you know, like Chris, we could sit down and have a three hour podcast with the man, you know, and just I discuss know. the industry and everything. And, and you know, what the gear is going on in his head mm -hmm. uh, because it's not just the design of the airplane, you know, it's, it's dealing with all these other aspects of the industry. So it's, it's fascinating. So it's, um, yeah, it's a, it's a big blow to Hobby King. I think it's a big hit. I mean, they've got, they've got their lineup for 2017 sorted mm -hmm. out, but now they've got to go into active recruiting and find someone who can carry on the gauntlet, you know, and carry on that torch. And uh, and keep the product line. For, I mean, like like he said in the last podcast with us, you know, they're refreshing, not refreshing, but they're going back to the roots, uh, which is kind of good. But at the same time, you know, every year it's it's like a car model. You've got to do something because you've got to got to keep that market fresh. You got to keep the people kind of interested, you know. And what do they do? What kind of little tweaks do they do? You know, how do you make someone who's got an EFX racer want the EFX truck? Mm -hmm. You know, I do. How do you do? How do you do that? You know. Um, so it's, uh, whoever's taking on the, you know, taking over, uh, has a big, big, big boots to fill, you know? Um, so it's, uh, but, uh, I can't wait to, to, you know, to, to get them on the show and have a good chat with them and just, you know, and just find out more and learn about the industry. Cause that, that was the awesome. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. Hobby King put out a video last week, um, where Tom Hunt, who's like the 3d designer of a lot of the Warbirds, and they talked about the whole experience, the whole, the, how they work through the airplanes. And I said, the story I said, this is something you guys were supposed to do like a year ago, you know, and, um, you know, cover the development. I know everybody needs to hide their processes and there's some sensitivities and all this, but that video to give us the insight. And I said, look, that, that invokes a passion. It's no longer just a hunk of foam flying through the air. You now have, um, you know, content, you now have, uh, you know, the knowledge of what went into design this airplane to make it go, because it's one thing to take a scale model or scale airplane and size it down to make it. It's another thing to make it work and fly nice and have people have positive experiences. So it's, uh, I was like, gosh, you should have done this a long time ago. So mm -hmm. he was kind of curious about that when I, when I, when we were talking about it. He said, so what made it good? And I said, this yeah. is why it's all about the passion. Yeah. And I, th I think personally, you know, obviously we've talked to him several times, but I think personally when he's, you know, started getting, uh, into the, doing the, the warbirds and the, and the detail and everything that yeah. he, he, he pushed the level of everybody oh, yeah. else. You know, when he's like, no, I want, you know, 120 rivets. We only have 115 and that's not right. And, you know, this, this panel is not supposed to be here. And now they're throwing on the correct, you know, flaps and the navigation lights and the details in the cockpit. And I, I think honestly it, it elevated everybody else mm -hmm. to like, Hey, look what, 
look what these guys are doing here. You know, they're so uh, it, good. Yeah. It, it's like what he said in the last show. It's like, you know, this is what I'm looking for. Now, obviously, he tweaks his uh, his desires for the market and the realization of what they can do. It's like when he said the Tundra. I'd love to put lights and so on and bigger tires and everything, but there's economics behind that. Mm-hmm. There's weight penalties, there's shipping requirements and so on and so on. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, you know, it's that mix of passion and a little bit of logic and everything. So. And something exactly. kind of unique with him too is he he appreciated competition. Most yeah. people are so oh, secretive, yeah. right? And he he was like one of those few people that that brought on the competition, pushed that next level. You yeah, know? yeah. He um, actually even approached me about trying to get some other people from other big hobby companies on law, you know, or on the yeah. show with us and just talk with them and debate and you know talk about that. that you don't find no, that, you don't get yeah. that anywhere else. No. And he was very open and willing to do that kind yeah. of stuff. He would listen to feedback and give honest opinions. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. I mean, just totally honest and like that's a big loss. Yeah, very. I'm kind of bummed. Yeah. Very, <laughs> uh, very open on the forums. Yes, you know about anything yeah. or if you had a problem or. Uh, and you don't like find that, that with no, other, no, no, you don't. Other individuals in this. I, I do like the fact too, Andre. You touched on is where he he took a product and it was out for a year and listened to the feedback and go, well, this could be a little better and and we'd like to change this or whatever and actually go back and do that. You know, just for example, the EFX right yeah. uh, extra. He talked right. about you know he was at a. a, a a flying show or somewhere and he's seen the one with the clipped wings. He's like, wow, that's interesting. Can I fly it? The guy's like, yeah, go ahead. You know, it's better roll rate. And he's like, this could be better. You know, we mm-hmm. can work on this, clip the wings, yeah. make the fuselage bigger, yeah. bigger battery, you know, uh, more efficient. And he changed it to, and he did all that. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? That to I me, know what, good. I, was, I know at one point he said, you know, we were talking um, about products. And he says, yeah, I have, you know, for every plane that I build, or I have a, I have a note on my desktop or, or uh, you know, document. And I'm always, you know, taking revision notes. And then when it comes time to do it, yeah, I've got, I have my content. Because imagine, imagine the amount of information coming in uh, on the guy, to the guy, you know? I it's imagine. like you know, and, and it's funny because we'll spike up a chat and, you know, we're always very cognizant of the hours, the time differences and all this. But I'm like, I'm thinking, you know, he must get like I am instant messaging all, like just a ton of mm-hmm. time. You know, it's just like. How do you filter through all that to find the good yeah. versus bad? Yeah. You, but, he, you know, uh, compliments to the guy. He's always, you know, he's always answered my questions. He's always, you know, and, and you know, it's, it's fantastic to be able to talk to these people. And you're right. You know, who, whoever goes in. Um, can't just turn that tap off. They've got to maintain that connectivity with people and reviewers and so on because that's just, you know, it, it's they've set, you know, the bar has been set really high as mm-hmm. far as I'm concerned. So it's going to be fascinating to see how they do. It's going to be fascinating actually from, from just a marketing standpoint just to see if they can keep up the tempo and who they bring over and what they do and the personality and everything. So it's uh, – you know, it's it's going to be a big shift for Hobby King. So, right. Oh yeah, totally agree. I don't know, man. I'm pretty like bummed out about mm-hmm. it. I didn't, you know. Yeah. Wow. I think it's a big blow. Yeah, you just told Pat and I yesterday. We didn't know. And yeah. Wow. I was like, oh, that. Yeah. Such a bummer. I know. All right. Uh, moving on. We'll get off that subject. For, for yeah. Going downhill on that one a little bit. Uh, hey, does. 
I probably should have did a little more research and information, and I didn't even know about it till actually a couple of days later. Because as you guys know, we were we were podcasting during the Super Bowl and didn't even watch it or anything like that. But uh, a couple of days later, I started to see and hear about these rumblings of the the drones that they did on the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. do you guys know anything? I I didn't really even. I heard it was uh, done like on a different night. It wasn't. Yes. That's what I heard. No, it wasn't whether even. Whether that's a rumor or not, I'm not I sure. Don't. I didn't research nope. it or not. I heard that it was, too. It was shot. The FAA had some rules and regulations, so they were CG'd. They were shot uh, a couple of days before. Mm, okay. Uh, you know. Yeah. Uh, and that's just because of the you know amount of people in the stadium mm. and so on and so on. So. Right and. Um, I thought, done that, by I thought that's why Intel. that was that yeah, thirty-five yeah. mile radius restriction. Uh, <laughs> no, did you yeah, guys? Did you guys know crazy. they had a thirty-five mile radius drone ban during the Super Bowl? Oh, I knew there was. I didn't know it was that far. Thirty-five miles. Who flies that? Oh yeah, my that's gosh, crazy. I'm telling you right now, if I was thirty miles away and I wasn't interested in the Super Bowl, I'm flying. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm just flying. Who's going to do that long? I understand 10, maybe even 15. 35 miles. (laughs) Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, think about driving south 35 miles, how far you got to (laughs) be. Come on. Well, even uh, like last night we were watching sort of, they had the uh, NBA, you know, skills night or whatever, and they had a slam dunk contest. Oh, yes. Sure enough. Yes. Like an right. Intel hex, I think. Mm-hmm. Drop you the know. basketball. Well, they had this fake controller, so then the guy's <laughs> kind of doing it, and it's like Intel, you know, it flashes up on the screen, and it's, it's holding a basketball. So this, you know, hex kind of goes up and then drops it, and the guy messes it up, so then they have to reattach the basketball, basketball. to the bottom. Yeah. But I was impressed that yeah, people that was... were getting that close to it, yeah. you know, just because most people are, you know, yeah, it was, probably apprehensive. Big, well, it was like a hex, wasn't it? Or something it was, like that. Yeah. yeah. It was, a, yeah, it was so, a big one. So if they lost a motor, probably wouldn't go <laughs> right. cart- cartwheeling into the crowd. <laughs> like that that would be a slight uh, yeah. public relations nightmare. But then, like, they pan cameras around. Then you could actually see the guy who's really controlling yes, it. It's, like, yeah. right there, like, right in front of him, you know, right off to the side. And, uh, yeah, that was pretty impressive. Right. So I don't know if Intel is really trying to get into <laughs> just on a commercial side because I've not seen any. I mean, have you? I've never no. heard of Intel just now. Right. Said Intel so it just seems. A I mean, they must be trying to get into that corporate. Well, is that who did like because I know Disney yes, was doing right. doing yeah. those kind of like quad things. Was mm-hmm. that Intel as well? That I don't know. Had well, Intel did the Super Bowl thing. Yeah. That was, okay. You know, but so, similar. But I did, yeah. yeah. They're getting into the controls now. I don't yeah. think they're they're probably not interested in the actual flying hardware. Right, no. doing something no. here, but it's the it's the systems controls, right? Yes, so yes, you yeah. know, yeah. they're they're How sniffing they at the future. Other. Well, then they're sniffing at the future market and stuff like this, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, the growing, you know, the you know the Amazon transport kind of thing, and yep. you know, who knows? But obviously, they they obviously more companies going to start looking at the stuff, going, okay, this is an this is an emerging market that we need to be ahead of. Well, it was, uh, I think the way it marketed on the screen, too, was drone by Intel. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Something like that was very, yes. yeah. yeah, they weren't trying to hide from the drone name at all. So. Right. No. Yeah. No, of course not. Hmm. Which is actually good, I think, for everyone yeah. else, because then you see a positive association yes. with drone. It's like, oh, okay, that's not a scary thing that's trying to, you know, look through my bedroom window. It's actually just, <laughs> you know, something uh, that looks like it works, you know, uh, yeah. safe around people. But then <clears throat> I agree with you on that. But then on the other side, playing devil's advocate here a little bit, I could see it just be like um, 
what was the big company on the Terminator movie? Uh, um, oh, Skynet. Skynet, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, then people are going, oh Sky, my gosh, Skynet. 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 The, drones <laughs> here. the drones are coming Skynet after us. Skynet is Intel. How many people are going to look at uh, it like that? Well, I don't know about that drone stuff. Look at that. Here it's coming. It's coming. Oh, man. All them preppers are freaking out about this. And they might be beyond help. So did they have to register each and every one yeah, of those yeah, thousands? Yeah, I don't want to know. Did they have their FAA sticker on that <laughs> yeah, thing? Yeah, did you see it up there? Yeah. Did you guys watch the video like afterwards? I did. did. I never watched it. No, yeah, it was. It was. It was cool. Yeah. It was kind of neat. Yeah. So was, the super, they made it like they made like an American flag. Yeah, I did see and, it. Did, now, did every one of those have an FAA sticker? Yeah, on? no, that's what I know. <laughs> right. It was just one guy that owned them all. Yeah. So he just like hand, hand scribbled his own number. Out. I didn't realize they did it like a different day. That they they did pretty good. Yeah, trying to pull it off as that was. That time night, show yeah. that night, they did a really good job, man. Brought to you by Blue Bonnet Butter. Get your two sticks. <laughs> yeah, right. I know. <laughs> Cross promotion. Oh man. <laughs> oh geez. Okay, I have a question for everybody. Uh, we kind of just touched on this on the last podcast with Stuart because I wanted to ask him since he develops and builds airplanes. Uh, so I was curious what he was saying. But anyway, and. Might have to think about it a little bit. I know I threw you on the spot. I think I said something to Mike in the car on the way home. I probably should have let you guys know yesterday. Um, but I had an email uh, a while back, and the question was, if you had the power and the money and you were, say, w- working for a, a large RC company, and you could build any plane you wanted, like just say three, your top three, like real you know, uh, military or civil aircraft or anything I could be experiment, whatever. But if there's something in the real world, like, oh my gosh, that is the coolest airplane. I want, I'd love to see it in the RC version. Is there anything, Mike? I since you already kind of know about this, I'm going to make. I didn't you go, think any more about oh, it then. I told you I was struggling with. I that. want to see more, like yeah, commercial airlines. Well, like that's, that's my question. Like, mm-hmm. what what would be your top three, top whatever? I want to see a 747. Like, you don't see that anywhere, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, yeah, but the only problem is if you're going to do that, then it's going to be those um, EDF engines, well, the, I, right? you know? I'll tell you what, and again, I'm going, I'm dating myself a little bit, and I was showing Andre a while back about this, but E-Flight had an airliner out probably eight, nine years ago. Did they? It was an abducted fan, airline, beautiful-looking jetliner it didn't have retracts or anything but a lot of people uh bought it and modded it put retracts in it and in today's world it'd be very simple but it was all foam beautiful looking at like a 737 airliner and it flew fantastic and that was one of them things like i was kind of just getting into the hobby i was pretty new when when that was out and about i was always a little scared of it you know i used to watch the videos and i was like because you got to have obviously a pretty good runway. You're not going to take it out to Jackson yeah. in the grass and fly it, yeah, you know. But I want a Bellylander 747. Yeah, Bellylander 747. That would that be has possible. decent flight time. Right. So those ducted fans, that's the only problem. Like, oh, I throw it up two minutes later, one lap. You know, you're yeah. back down. No, but you can really put like eight batteries in there. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. It can weigh like 50 pounds. Yeah, all oh, butter. Honestly, all that window, I yeah. had the, I had this uh, image, and I guess it was from when I was a kid. And I hate to even go this route because everyone hates this analogy, but it would be the Top Gun. 
What's that? F15? With the wing 14. F14. F14. Yeah. You would have to have the wings. You would have to have the wings retract and go out. That's what I would want. I think they have that. I'm sure they. I'm sure they do. But I mean, at a more. I definitely look. I mean, they do have that. But I mean, everyone I've seen doesn't look. Yeah. To me, it doesn't set so, that scene for yeah. me. You're kind of like but that's it would have to be a perfected, maybe even a, a real Jets for no budget yeah. type thing. You know, yeah, that would be so cool. I think, or maybe some like David's with butane and yeah. stuff like that, make it all go all that out. That is interesting. <laughs> Wouldn't that be awesome? Oh. A little butane oh, tank where you actually man. get the, oh, you can yeah. see the oh that now see be. Mike, you're thinking. That's <laughs> <funny>. <laughs> but that's I mean, as a kid, I mean that's yeah. it. That's really what inspired me. So I would hate it, to, I hate to admit to it because I would it have really a speaker did. in playing the top <laughs> top gun music as it flies <laughs> by. I, Danger I know zone. it's been done a thousand trillion times in the RC community, but I am I'm I am I am definitely there though. Can you get you a flight suit, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> Maverick on it? What did I just do? Uh, Where's the space shuttle at, though, too? I was just thinking Where's that. The space a space shuttle, shuttle would be really cool. I was that thinking awesome. of that, too. Well, the problem with the space shuttle funny. is it really doesn't fly. It exactly. Just glides down glides down, down at a million miles an hour. <laughs> now we can make it fly. The 747's for. Yeah, there oh, you go. There you go. Oh, nice. oh, that's awesome. Oh, well. Anything else, Mike? No, I'm done. I'm, <laughs> I don't even think about it more than that. I've already put myself under the bus there. Oh, what do you? What about you, Pat? Is there? Oh yeah. Well, some of the uh, like a C47 mm-hmm. or people have them, but yeah. they don't have them with the with the door where you can have a little paratrooper. Oh yeah. Pop out or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or I was even thinking like just now, like a B52, and you could get a little X1 or X15. Oh. Type drop. Yeah, yeah. Situation would be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, does anyone make like an Osprey, like a V twenty two? That'd be cool. That'd be kind of interesting. It'd be hard to pull off because it's kind of a. Yeah, I don't know if anybody does it like in. I, I think there's been some guys that have made them, mm-hmm. but I don't think you know. I just, the, I just thought of something. I want, I want one where it refuels off a light bulb oh. in midair. Oh, <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> Mid- we gotta have that. I want funny. one plane to pull, you have FPV and you're going up to charge your light bulb. Uh, <laughs> how many crash stories can you get oh out of gosh, that? That'd be incredible. <laughs> That's next level, buddy. Yeah, yeah we're technology's not quite there yet. Probably. Oh my gosh. Uh, you get caught in those vortices. You're like, oh, you're out. We're locked together here. So we're gonna have to be them. FPV too, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> You yeah, gotta dial line it, it up. In, you know? how, do you, how do you get the plug in? <laughs> oh, there's schemes. I guarantee you they will work. My Scott's on schematic. <laughs> I mean, he's the guy, right? I mean, you got the lab. Mike could figure this out. Oh, that would be cool. Huh. <laughs> About Andre. Yeah, okay, Andre. Uh, you know, it's funny because it's uh, I mean, the first thing I looked up was, yeah, C-130. Yeah, yeah, there really yep. hasn't been a C-130. Yep. That's – which yeah, I think it would be easy to do. I was thinking do. that too. They're pretty awesome. Yeah. They're really yeah, cool. Yeah. Awesome. That, I grew up watching that airplane everywhere I was on, on the various Air Force bases and that. And, that, that, you know, and even the J, uh, when that rolled out with the new props and everything, mm-hmm. that is just a gorgeous piece of kit. But the old ones, you know, and the various paint jobs mm-hmm. and just – Oh, and you let's know, go I, through this guy. It's It's – Memorable. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they're cool. Yep. I've been on them. I've flown on them before. They are boring as stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I but, agree. I've heard oh, that yeah. too with people riding uh, transported. Oh, yeah. 
for hours. Um, and, and, and but you know, it's just a gorgeous. But to see them from the ground and on, on the ground, oh, yeah. and when they go by, oh my gosh, it's it's you'll you'll never forget it. <laughs> Uh, they've retired one of the older airframes, and it's now sitting at the uh, Air Museum, the Air and Space Museum here in Ottawa. So every day when I go to work, I drive by it. You know, that's awesome. Just, just, that that airframe must be fifty plus, I think, maybe sixty years old. So hmm. you know, um, I would, it's a big, beautiful plane, and sure. you know, it's like like for me, the the big cargo planes have always been because that was like my first scratch build, right? And I've always loved them, even just a twin prop setup like that. But you know, it's the back having the back cargo door that you can yeah, drop yeah. stuff. That's what James and I do in the summer. You know, mm-hmm. we've never built the perfect plane to do it because, um, you know, I want something that can land on the gear and do a couple of things. So uh, we'll see where we go from there. Yeah, I guess that'd be the only downfall. It would be you'd have to again have to have a pretty good runway, yep. you know, to get that down. I think oh, yeah. I think the landing gear would be a, a little tricky to get, you know, to figure yeah. it out or whatever. But other than that, the rest of it I think would be yeah. easy. Oh yeah, and, and we were I had drawn up. I think a Peter's Guinea. Well, <laughs> I mean, that's yeah, similar well, to that's, that. You know, well, you would need for that, right? Probably. Right. For you know, when James and I were discussing our design for a plane, he was like, okay, I want a Bombay in the bottom, but then I want a cargo hatch in the back. And I'm thinking, no one ever did that. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. So this yeah. year, I did one, and it was it was way heavy, and it was just, yeah. uh, you know, I, I – I had to hand toss it, and it was just in a in the wind. You're you know, it's moving around. You got these giant ten inch props by your face. I'm like, no, 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 <laughs> too risky. And I could never get the landing gear to uh, be durable enough. So, mm-hmm. so we'll see. That, you know, that that bush mule looks like that might be pretty close to a you know a fun low aircraft. Oh, for sure. Yep, for sure. Yeah, I'm eyeing it up. That that I, I'll be honest. I'm gonna, wasn't going to say anything, but since you brought up the bush mule, uh, I probably wouldn't have sold the sport cub if I didn't know that bush mule was coming out. Ooh, coming. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Cause I think that's going to be my, my next airplane or something that I'm highly, highly, highly interested in. Mm-hmm. Yep. Andre, was that, that was a three or four cell option on that plane too, right? The new one? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So for us would be really cool. I, um, mm. you know, I've thought about converting my, my Sky Mule because that extra little punch, um, but it flies just fine on 3S. Um, I probably could do with a little bit more performance, but then I'd. Uh-oh. Yep. Yep. We just lost Andre. Hmm. That's really weird. Everything shows okay. Andre, if you can hear us, we <laughs> just, all of a sudden, you just died. <laughs> he hit something on his side. I, I think guess. so. Hmm. I wonder if he could. Well, he's probably done that as Periscope. Uh, let me know. text him real quick. Um, he's probably still talking. I'm sure he probably <laughs> is still talking. Maybe we should just, just let him just go. go. <laughs> Next like, topic. Yeah. <laughs> That's just knowingly nodding. Like, yes. yes. Well, he's got to be able to hear us. Oh. So at least. He he ended it. All right. We'll see if we can we can call him back. That was really weird. He yeah, just it, dropped out. Who signed as a vegan? Like I don't know. Signature. A lot of people made it. Yeah, like, I'm not really I'm just sure. Curious, looking at it there. It's got a bunch of signatures. Yeah, on my it. signature on it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I can't. I can't. I can't I'm, read half of them. I'll I tell can't. you the story behind that. If we get Andre back, I wonder what's going on. We lost you. Come back. Maybe the frozen tundra got him up there or something. Well, that's ringing. 
I don't got. I usually he would text me too, and I don't. Uh, he never heard from David yet either. Nope, nope. He must be. Uh, he got a worse headache than we thought. Try again. Okay, we're gonna try it again. You guys keep talking. Well, I know on the. Uh, what was it the? Uh, the I'm bush totally blank. Yeah, the bush meal. That's what I was. Right. Right. Like, yeah. I'm like, I'm like the sky bush. Yeah. I'm like that's, 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 not right. that's, that's definitely not, not it. Bush beer. Bush beer. Are you there? Yeah, that was weird. I mean, you literally just boop, yeah, gone, yeah. Like, and it wasn't. Yeah, I, I don't think it was at our end. I mean, it could no, be, I, but I think it could have been. Who knows? Yeah, All right, we cut knows. you off on your bush meal statement. Yes. So yeah. Go ahead. What were you going to? I mean, I was right, so, no, I was actually. What, what, I was it, talking to uh, Pat. Oh. oh, I was going to say the only thing I didn't like were the were the color schemes that they had. At least, at least based on the early production mm-hmm. ones, they had like that yellow. One I like the kind yellow. Of blue. I like the yellow. I think I yellow's faster, right? That's we right. That discussion. Yes, it is. Yep, yellow's faster. <laughs> I think I want to be He's like, like looking at yellow. Like yellow? You want yellow? Like Coast Guard I like or something? It. I mean, I, I didn't see the Bushmill, but. I do like Coast Guard or military, is probably how I'd want to you know, make it yeah. look. But there were, So you didn't like the red, white, and blue either, then, huh? No, well, it just kind of looked plain. I America. I'm even like the America. old one better. <laughs> I'm like the old Sky Mule, I thought looked better than the newer one. That's, that's the only thing. Other than that, it looked, I mean, everything was great. I think the yellow for me is I always love the warbirds, you know, where I had all the camo schemes, but they had the, especially the German yes. planes, they had oh, yeah. the yellow on the tail and the wingtips. So I think that's where I get the, I got you. I like the yellow from. I don't know. We'll see. It's interesting. Now, Andre, we cut, we, we yeah. lost you mid statement too, I know. Yeah. Where, where would so, you leave off here? where was I saying? <laughs> I don't know. I can't. We remember. were just going to let you talk for a half hour. <laughs> oh, well, hey, we haven't even talked about yesterday's fun. Oh, yeah, so, we got to do that um, too. Let me write that so down. So, no, for on you. the, um, uh, yeah, the Sky Mule, um, it would be awesome to set that one up to 4S too, because I could use a little bit more punch, uh, but it's fine on 3S. And actually, it's all prepped up and ready to go today. I've got a couple of batteries because um, it's a little bit windier, but I'm going to going to get it out on skis and have some fun with it um but i definitely like the look of the uh the uh the bushmill as well so and that would look awesome and like i said the other day in the rcf colors you know we're okay and i may even do the sky mule if i start peeling off all those decals but um mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of got its battle scars and it's earned its look <laughs> yeah for sure for sure all right so since you brought it up uh if anybody's happened to see it Andre finally got the 3D printed, 3D labs printed Spitfire that he printed off, had yep. it out yesterday. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. I know. No way. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Right. I didn't hear about yeah, that. Yeah, awesome. I, miss, I miss that. Yep. So the video's up. Lots of snow, a lot of white, but the landing was fantastic in the uh, snow. I got to watch I it. I loved it. I got to watch it. Yeah. So like, tell it us was, about uh, it. It, it, it didn't actually, freeze and just crumble out of the air. No, I can't you know what, Mike? It. It, was, it was quite nice yesterday. It's, uh, there was no wind. Uh, I actually was overdressed. And by the time I finished flying, I was just, you know, from running around and everything with my, all my gear on and everything, I was just cooking. So it was a beautiful day to go flying. Great. And I, I had like five airplanes with me. But the first thing I cracked out, and I'm talking to the guys at the field, I took a photo before. I'm like, okay, let's get yeah, out you there. Better, you better, because you never know yeah. if it's coming back. Yeah, oh, no, yeah. And, and uh, I... I took off and I'm definitely underpowered and tail heavy, mm. <laughs> but I flew. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I, it, the elevator, I, I had my throws up way too high. So the elevator was like, pitch up, pitch down, pitch up, pitch down. And I'm uh, like, hey, like my cub. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I mean, I, I just flew through it and I kept the power up and it actually handled, it cut really good. And of course, I'm bad because I fly really low. 
Yes. <laughs> so it's like margin of error was really high, but it went. And then in the uh, second round, uh, I dialed a little bit of the elevator settings back, gave myself a little less expo, and just trying to feather, um, you know, feather it out a little bit more. I'll sure. just probably throw it. I don't want to put too much more weight into it because I'm 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 underpowering. I'm running like my my low, you know, cheap. Um, so you like three? Are set. you three quarter throttle or something? You're saying you're under. I was two thirds throttle at okay. cruising speed, so it was you know it was yes. pretty aggressive. Yeah. And of course, you know, the second flight, the battery had sat in my jacket with me. And of course, in landings, you land, and all of a sudden you're looking, and like there's just a ton of snow around the motor inside the oh, cowl. No. Like oh, it got everywhere, right? Because it would land, and sure. it's like poof. Yep. Uh, the snow was just powdered out, uh, you know, which was really nice. But it flew, and you know, you take off, and you're, the second takeoff, I was like, eh, that was a little bit more sketchy. Is it's like it's barely climbing, and I'm like, let's go, let's go, let's get Ooh. some airspeed up, you yeah. know. And, uh, so you see it in the video. You mm-hmm. see it in the video. It's dogging around, but there were a couple points where I'm just beaming through the trees, you know, as fast as I could get it going. So I'm, I'm like, geez, I want to put a bigger motor into this thing for sure, and uh, try and run it at some. I actually, I should try and run it with my A specs, but I mean, I put a smaller system in. I wanted to keep the front end of it light as possible, and I wanted to run stuff that if I crashed and bent up a motor shaft or think it's a ten dollar motor versus a twenty dollar motor, you know, just mm-hmm. some logic in there. But it handled really, it just handled really well. There was no stress on it or nothing. So I'm kind of excited about the Stearman project now because that's a definitely a bigger airplane. Yeah. Um, but this, you know, this is a really nice belly lander. So. What awesome. what battery uh, did you fly on? Twenty two hundred. Oh, I just flew it on a on my one of my Zippy Compacts, three uh, S twenty two hundred twenty five C. Oh, so wow. not a lot of punch. Oh, wow. So if I put if I put one of my A specs in there, I would have that extra. Yes. I mean, I'm only running I'm only running a thirty five amp ESC, and the motor's only a thousand kV motor, a little twenty eight thirty. So oh, wow. You know, well, this is the same setup that I ran on my uh, my my uh, FT racer and, and and stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. it's perfect for the scratch builds because you know the weight's not. This thing has probably got a little bit more mass to it, a little bit more weight, and you know aerodynamically, well, actually it wasn't too bad. But the biggest thing it suffers from is a lot of tail weight uh, because of where the servo is. But it held up and it looked awesome in the light. That that green oh, I that bet. I used. That That's really a bright green. That, oh, it showed up really up. nice. I had no issues, and then it would fly past the sun, and you know, it's you know, the guys at the field were like, "It's Wonder Woman's plane." <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that clear, yeah, yeah, she, yeah, yeah. invisible jet there. <laughs> yeah. But it, it it just flew, and it was just happy going. So I think a little bit more power under the hood. What, what did you end the, up gluing the sections together with? Is it just uh, CA, C, normal CA? C, yeah, CA and with some kicker. Is it, is it is it fading at all? Can you see that? Or is it still too new? It looks well. It's still too new. Yeah. It's only you know, um, you know, and because it was my first print, my first plane print, um, you know, it's a little rough. There's some gaps because of the wings that lifted during the print and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So the Stearman, the quality of the print on the Stearman plane, is night and day. Uh, compared to, uh, and there's some photos I published there where. So where you've I, improved your skill level. With oh, the 3D it just printer. you know balanced like the printer so. a lot better and just. You I know, read some comments settings. where you were keeping your base and different things, different settings, trying to configure it better for yeah. you. And to uh, follow along. And now with the with the Stearman, I've got some more colors to it, so it's going to be like this mellow yellow airplane, I think, but. You know, like a green tail and well, a yellow. yellow's faster. We've already had that. Discussion. <laughs> well, you know, so I want to put the LEDs. You won't be underpowered with that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
putting, I'm probably going to put a bigger motor into it uh, and a 12-inch prop with and run my, my 3S4000s or something. I want to stick with the 3Ss because I want to put LEDs into this thing because mm-hmm. the fuselage is clear. I can imagine that. That, oh, would, that would be awesome. Clear. LEDs in there. Now, did, did you, are you um, – I just lost my train of thought. Are you going to put a bigger motor in the one you were underpowered with, you think? Is it easily – can you convert oh, yeah, it yeah, to a yeah, larger yeah. motor? It's really easy to change. Oh, very good. Motor. I know and, you didn't want to put a lot of value or money in it testing it. Well, out, not, not right away. Yes. It's fun because we were talking about you know crashing it intentionally, and now I'm getting people saying, no, I can't do that. Exactly. It's <laughs> not, too much fun. Yeah, not until you get another one printed maybe. Yeah, oh. and you know the next the next time I sure. print one, at least I'll have some some changes. Uh, I've seen a couple of nice ones. They they do paint up really nice. Uh, one of the guys sent me a photo, and he used a Rust-Oleum camouflage paint, so it's got a dark matte green to it. So that's pretty cool. But um, I was saying that uh, you know the cost of a roll of uh, filament, uh, you you factor in how much it costs, like it's eighteen like bucks or something. Well, it's you know a roll is like anywhere from twenty to thirty dollars, right? Twenty five to thirty dollars. But a can of paint, you know, like just to have two colors, I'm already looking at almost twenty dollars in, in colors. So you know, I'm like, geez, I might as well just print them in the color that I want. Sure. Oh yeah. My question to you is, uh, of course, you only had one flight, kind of putting you on the spot. But what was the difference in flying characteristics from that to say your foamy uh, Spitfire? Oh, well, I mean, the foamy Spitfire is on 4S. <laughs> well, but it will fly on 3S, though, is what I mean. I'm just trying to compare the two because they're – I think weight would, I think would, weight would be you know what? one. I would, no, I would compare this plane to more uh, – this is more like something like a flight test uh, Spitfire. Oh, Okay. You know, and if you watch the video, you can see I'm throwing it around. With a lot the- of hot glue in it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, but the way it handles its mannerisms, yeah, my tail. You can see I'm, I'm working with the tail as I'm flying. And it's funny because as I'm flying into the wind, I'm pulling up like crazy. And then coming with when I had a tail when she was diving, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm trying to figure uh. out as I'm flying. And you can see I'm working with the tail. But when I'm in the corners and coming through and doing low swoops, it re- basically reminded me of, uh, of flying a, a flight test. Uh, Warbird, you know, or the Spitfire or something like that. Which I really like that. I like, I have two of them, oh, that it, lighted version a, and my painted version. I it was a them. very well-mannered airplane, like, and uh, there were no surprises outside of the, you know, the twitchy elevator, but that, you know, I'm also a little bit cold while I'm flying. Sure. And, you know, and it's it's obviously, like I said, I'm, I'm dealing with a little tail weight issue and I'm underpowered, but I'm like, it flew. What are you going to do about the tail weight issue? Because you said you like keeping it well, yeah, I mean, bigger, heavier, yeah, put a bigger motor in the front mm-hmm. and everything. I had some counter. I think a bigger motor in the front would be good. Where does the yeah. battery sit? Like putting a larger battery? Right in the nose. Okay. Right, so right up to the nose. that would give it some more weight too if you yeah. get the bigger yeah. You need to beef I, that up it sounds <clears> like. Well, yeah. But at what point is is it uh, – yeah, now that I know it flies, I'm I mean, probably yeah. – I've got a flight test, one of the flight test motors. So I'll, I'll try that. And we'll, we'll we see. won't have to talk about it that when that's done. Uh, just put a 6S in there. Just well, go for it. that's <laughs> what they spec them. <laughs> That's what they they, they honestly wow. spec big heavy oh, motors. Really? really? Wow! Oh my God! I was just kidding. Wow! No, no, no! That's what they do now. What they did later on in their designs too is like the servo. You know how the Spitfire, the FT Spitfire, the Mustang, the servo is right at the back of the airplane. Mm-hmm. 
They've done the same thing when they designed this. So all their newer models that they've been designing now, the servo, the tail servo is moved up to like CG point and they uh, run a rod. Yeah. They just run the right? rods back yep. to it. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Right. yeah. So you're getting a different resolution on the tail, but you're dealing with that, that heavy CG, the heavy tail issue right away out mm -hmm. of the box. Yep. So what I did to combat this is I built a shelf and I 3D designed a, a little shelf and actually someone has gone and taken my, my idea and refined it even better, which is what I love about the internet. And, you know, so I've got the battery in there and then I've got counterweights. I've got Allen keys in the nose as well, just to help it out. I thought I was close on the CG maybe like one more allen key will bring it over the top but i'm also running like the, the zippy combat 25c is a really light battery compared to the 35 uh sorry the 65 the h the a spec but i'm like i'm not gonna put my expensive battery in this plane sure. because if it goes up in a ball of flames yeah i've only lost a used esc a used you know motor mm -hmm. and, and an old battery just to learn its flight characteristics yeah. and stuff well, yeah. this is it you know right. and, and even i could manage to keep flying it like this but it just it just you know a little bit no more nose weight sure. but um the fact that it flew is just phenomenal that like you're looking fun. at this one, cool. you know that is it, cool it looked neat and i was really happy with it and got two solid flights out of it and i said okay that's good you know that's enough for today and then i went on and kept flying but yesterday was just a big flying day so um i actually had a lot of fun with the tundra trying to do some of the tundra challenge stuff oh yeah um what else is out <laughs> i had the skipper and then I flew uh, the Pawnee, and so just 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 went through a whole whack. I got like a whole stack of batteries. Oh, so you got the Pawnee back. Out. Yeah, the Pawnee. Oh there. yeah, wow. I was having a good anything that could do winter flying, and like the Tundra, I did a I did a stole takeoff and landing. I did a couple stole loops and everything. Um, but you didn't the, do the crash like the third option, did you? No, because <laughs> I'd be I'd be coming in, I'd land, and then I'd nose over in the snow, and I have to trudge out to the middle of the field to go sure. pick it up. And you're trying, we're trying not to put tracks through the middle oh, of the field, yeah. so land clean. Yeah. But by the end of the day, I was just like, I I had all my thermal gear on because when I took off in the morning, it was like minus ten, and then mm. by the by by time I left, it was plus eight. Oh you know? my so we, gosh! We had a twenty degree swing. Wow. So I'm like, oh gosh, I'm like opening up all the zippers and flaps on my jackets. The jackets are all unbuttoned because it's like, I'm melting. Man, you put some <laughs> serious effort out to fly. Yeah. Did, you have, <laughs> did you have skis on, Andre? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yes. Or, I didn't I'd know see. if you were doing the floats or just the way it was or skis. I really want to try the floats, but if I put the floats on, I don't think the thing is going to fit in the car. Yeah, that is <laughs> true. Yeah, it's you know, big I've got a little, floats. I've got a little bulkhead in the back where the back seat is, right? So mm -hmm. I have to get – I barely can get the tail underneath that when I get the plane loaded in the car. So <laughs> it's almost like I'd have to fit the skis on when I got to the field, and I'm like, ah, oh, I don't want to do that. But yeah. anyhow, I, I – um, the float, sorry. Uh, I'd actually had cracked a ski, and luckily I had a spare set, so I just swapped that out and went flying. But I was just having a blast and bombing around. It was just good to run through those batteries because they'd been charged for like a week or two, and, and the weather had just been so poor that I hadn't been able to go flying. Who, who was with you when you were flying? Um, there were a few of the guys were there watching because they were curious about the 3D plane, sure. but eventually they, they all took off, and I just I just kept flying until I was out of batteries, and I had to go home and shovel snow. <laughs> Mike, uh, real quick, do you think I'd go check your batteries and make sure my garage isn't on fire? Yeah, I could do that. <laughs> you want me to shut it off if they're done? Yeah, shut them off right. and, uh, yeah, for me, please. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, Mike, show, Mike shows yeah. up at my house. He goes, hey, man, I got 900 batteries. I got to charge before we can go fly. <laughs> well, okay. Um, I'll tell you a real quick story about the, uh, the vegan. And then um, I got some other stuff we'll talk about. But anyway, 
I was chatting with David one day, and the vegan, this vegan here was hanging up in the flight test shop for a long time. And it kind of disappeared, and I didn't really pay attention to it much. And um, I think it was when David was here, and we were down there or something. He's like, hey, uh, what what happened to the vegan? I'm like, I, I don't know. I haven't you know seen it. I figured out probably somebody probably took it home and has been flying it. So we were looking around a little bit, and they, they had a big trailer down there, and I knew it was full of planes, some of them good, some of them wrecked or whatever. So I thought, well, let's just happen to look. So we opened up the trailer down there, and there it was, like sitting under oh, wow. a pile. It was kind of mangled up. David's like, oh, man, it's all mangled. So we pulled it out and straightened it up and put some books on it and flattened it out. And as you can see, it's now it's starting to wrinkle up a little bit. But we pulled it out, and my intention was I wanted to go out and fly it, but – I haven't done that yet, so I'm hoping in the spring because you know that was kind of a, a one-off sticker kit on that vegan that you you know you probably won't ever see. So and it has the signatures on it. So I'm like, man, I I, I do want to fly it, but I don't want to fly it. Like I just kind of want to hang it on the wall, you know. But yeah, it would be cool to crazy. take it out and oh, yeah. at least put a put a flight on it. So, um, I wasn't gonna do this for this show. Uh, just because uh, I wanted David on for this too, but since you guys are here and I know you're kind of flight test fans, or I think that's how you kind of heard about us was through, oh yeah through flight definitely flight test. What I wanted to ask you guys a little bit was through the years now, not recently, but like back in the day, where, where did you guys first see? What was I, I guess your first video that you guys seen, or where did you find flight? How did you hear about it? You want me to go? Yeah, because I, <clears throat> I that was basically how I got into the hobby. So I went to our local Aerotech hobby store, mm-hmm. and I, I wanted a jet, of course. Oh, that's right. Yep. And yep. Um, and they talked and you they out talked of it. They talked me out of it, and which they had, is surprising. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it is, I, but I'm I'm very thankful. I didn't buy anything that day. I, uh, they recommended either uh the apprentice or the champ mm-hmm. or some other smaller cub mm-hmm. to start off with like a high wing um and then after you get comfortable flying then move up into a jet and i noticed the delta ray there in, mm-hmm. in a box and um i said well what about this and the guy he didn't really know too much about it mm-hmm. didn't know if it was a beginner or not oh. and uh so I said I wasn't going to buy anything. I went back and I started watching YouTube videos. Uh-huh. And that was the first time I came across flight tests. Okay. Because they actually reviewed a, you know, a Delta Ray. Mm-hmm. And that made up my mind. Like instantly. And the video was awesome. And while I was on that YouTube channel, I started watching some of the other videos. I'm like, wow, these are really good. And I just started getting like into it. And of course, as soon as they opened the next day, I was there. I, you know, I, I bought the Delta Ray. So... And then, boy, it was like a couple weeks later that I don't know even how I came across. I was watching more and more flight test videos, um, some of the reviews. And I noticed on either their Facebook page or they had something where there was an open house. And I was like, I wonder where they're located at. And I was like blown away that they were 10 minutes away from oh, where I live. Yeah. Like I had no idea they were even in this area. I thought there was some part of the country. Mm-hmm. Like that is nuts. So after that, I went back to that video that I watched of the Delta Ray. Sure enough, they, hey, there's a Hall of Fame bridge. You know, oh. I noticed everything. It was awesome. <laughs> so like that was my first introduction. And that was only a couple years ago. And um, 
I haven't watched. I mean, I, I religiously watched the videos now, but I, I haven't watched like some of the really old videos. I'll catch one here mm-hmm. and there if I have time. But just yesterday, you know, I was looking back at just leafing through some of the videos. It's like, man, that was awesome. They reviewed a lot of planes, and there's a lot of things I want to go back to and look to. Mm-hmm. Even even your um your uh what's that glider that your hot your dynamic the dynamic, dynamic yeah, yeah. yeah. so I, I just saw that for the first time yesterday they had reviewed that mm-hmm. that looks pretty cool you gotta watch the cinder block episode <laughs> yeah <laughs> i saw i, saw, I have <laughs> i haven't seen that one yet i i've heard about it but i one. didn't yeah. you were actually at that yeah, one that's, oh, that's awesome but yeah compared to all the other videos that i've ever seen because I, I i watched a lot of like i was looking specifically on those planes that they recommended and the delta ray and i saw some other delta ray you know just people with you know GoPros or whatever, just mm-hmm. on their hats. Right, you can right. barely see it, yeah. you know. And, and then you see the flight test. You know, they have other planes. Like they're up in the air. Mm-hmm. They have cameras attached to the planes, and then the quality of it. And mm-hmm. that was through you know, Chad's it was, inspiration. Yeah, like, there's nothing good video quality awesome. out there. For oh yeah, I mean, that's what inspired oh, me. Like I gotta yeah. get good, good video yeah. out. Yeah. There awesome videos. So. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. basically they got me into the hobby, mm-hmm. and then after I realized that they were. Right in my backyard. I was like, well, I need to buy a plane then, you know? So I, I actually went there and, you know, I met Alex and I think Peter was there at that time. And uh, I actually went to, you know, the flight test mm-hmm. and, and bought the FT-22 and had a lot of fun. That was my That's second great, plane. Great plane. That was my frame. second plane. Like That's after, good. There's yeah, not much to awesome. it. It's easy to get up there quick. Yep. So had that's, so that's one much I was fun. trying to sell yesterday. I, was yeah. I did have a lot of people looking at that, yeah. and I was surprised by that. But uh, uh, that's a, I just had it as a ready to fly kit option for sixty bucks. So, yeah. <laughs> how about you, Pat? Yeah, it was real similar, I think, to what Scott and he actually. I remember I was sitting at work, yeah. and he said, "Do you know that they're in North Canton?" You know, so I was like, "What?" So yeah, I pulled it up and I saw where it was, and then I, <clears throat> I think I went back to the Delta Ray video. Yeah, and then I saw like at one point like they're turning and there's a Hall of Fame bridge. bridge. I know. Oh, I was my like, goodness. I was blown away by <laughs> yeah. that. Like absolutely blown away by that. Yeah. Then watching the videos took a totally because it's like I know exactly where that is. So yeah. then you know after that point I'd be driving by on the freeway and looking over and see if anything. Was yeah, that's what I was doing too. Yeah. Like every time I'm driving to that by the freeway because you can see the airspace where they, the headquarters is and I'd always look over. I never once saw it no. fly anything. All mm. the times I've driven down there. Right. See, my memories are always in Chad's backyard. Right, <laughs> it's funny, yeah, yeah. The Hall of Fame bridge. Yeah. You wouldn't recognize Chad's backyard. Not many people would. Well, so, I don't know. Like, how did you guys, like, how did that all, the um, story of getting involved? My story's kind of weird, too. Um, we've been, we're flying around here for a few years. And I used to fly with my other buddy, Pat Humbert, which you guys have met a couple times and we're always, we need to get together with I know. too. And we were always out crashing things. And the funny thing was we, we were always talking about, you know, back in the day, these hobby companies weren't releasing all these massive planes kind of like they are today. You got like maybe two Warbirds a year or maybe a, some other type of civilian aircraft or sport. or you, you weren't really sure. We were just hoping luckily to get two Warbirds a year, which that's what we were kind of into at the time. And our thing was, there was nothing out there besides their own product videos. I mean, yeah, there were some other people out there going, ah, I got the new plane. And then mm-hmm. again, you got some cheap keychain cam or mm-hmm. some old camcorder or whatever, but you, you never really got to see the product 
real well. You know, you'd see this dot in the sky yes. flying, which drove me absolutely yes. bonkers when yeah, you say, yeah. oh, it's flying great. Check out the loop. And yeah. you're like, I don't even see the plane <laughs> yeah, on the nah, video. Yeah, yeah, totally with you there. So the funny thing was, is we used to joke all around, not that we would have started, but I said, somebody needs to come up to where... I don't know how, because we didn't know what we were doing really, but where they get a product, it's good quality, they're going to a little depth and detail about right. the plane, some good video, you know, just yeah. to where I could go online and go, because, you know, obviously at that time you're spending a lot of money, because actually plane prices have come down a little bit compared to what they were several years. They, mm-hmm. they were really high for what you were getting. And it'd be nice to go... I'm going to skip that because I don't like this, this, or that, or maybe the the type of flying characteristics is a little too, or whatever. You know what I mean? It'd just be awesome to to get some kind of review out there. And we always talked about that for a long time because sometimes you didn't know what you got till you pulled it out of the box. (laughs) I got a jet. Yeah, Yeah, ready to go. This jet's going to be awesome. (laughs) And 30 seconds later, it's into the ground. So that was our big dilemma. So one day I was over at Pat's house and we were in his office. He's like, hey, you ever hear of this flight test guys? I'm like, I don't know anything about them. So we, and at that time, I think they had one video. It was one video out, and that was the uh, no, the um, wildcat, the wildcat. Oh yeah, that was uh, the first, was first one, F wildcat, right. which I bought after that. <laughs> and we watched that, and then we watched it again, and then we watched it again, and I'm like, Pat, they figured they know exactly what we wanted to do and what we're looking right. for. So right after that, I um. Chad Capper was on RC groups and uh, we we messaged him a couple of times and he messaged right back. We were chatting a little bit. And the funny story was right after that, and, and Mike, you know, Chad was at that time was really getting into the FPV stuff. Oh, you wow. know, with way his, back then. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Way oh, wow. back then. I, I still I still look back at a video. I did a home video on my Sony in his basement. We're, we're sitting on the floor in the concrete <laughs> working on planes like we had <laughs> wow. no venture done. He got me into the sky. We both took an interest at the same time. I had the sky surfer. But looking back on that footage, I'm just like, oh, my I gosh. Know. Look where this all started. Yeah. Like right in and, and while you guys may not know, it. but, oh, but awesome. Chad started out with a jet, too. Oh, yeah. And crashed oh, yeah. it. I, yeah. <laughs> you know. I'm going to invite him to net today. Even I know he's super swamped. Uh-huh. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to at least throw the invite yeah, out there sure. and let him know where we're at yep. when we're flying. So he might still be in Utah for all I know. Yeah, it's hard I to, we should start a thing of where in the world is Chad <laughs> Capper. <laughs> so anyway, um, the funny thing was uh, he was on, a, I want to say, an FPV thread or something. We were chatting back and forth. Well, a bunch of guys jumped all over Chad about FPV and regulations and this and that. So <laughs> Pat and I, we were like, oh, screw this. We jumped on board and we were defending like Chad to the death. Like we're just going on and on. <laughs> you know, and, and Pat Humber, my buddy, he's, he's a, a flight operations manager for First Energy and he's yeah really knowledgeable about everything and these guys were just on chad and chad's trying to be all corporate and politically correct and here's pat and i we're just jumping down the, oh this bull, yeah, blah, yeah so we were defending him to the death well later on i think chad this was a long time ago i can't exactly remember what i said hey we need to get together maybe fly or if chad said hey come on down and hang out i think i think chad invited us down if i remember Probably. correctly so I'm like, yeah, sure. He's like, bring some planes after we're done. We'll all go fly. So we loaded up the truck and we went down for a shoot and hung out. And I th- 
Uh, I'm trying to remember what the episode was. I can't remember. The, the Quicksilver is sticking in my mind, but I'm not 100% sure. But anyway, after they were all done, we all hung out and flew. And naturally, when you get that kind of core group together, everybody just got along fantastic. Yeah. We all had the same mindset. So after that, Chad was like, hey, come back down for the next episode and hang out and blah, blah, blah. And he says, oh, by the way, do you got anything that flies at night? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I got all kinds of that stuff UFO. to fly. Yeah, I got two UFOs. And he's like, bring them. So we went back down for the next shoot. I missed that one, unfortunately. That and we flew the UFOs for him. And uh, Josh had the, uh, the, the Swift with lights and everything. And we shot an episode at night. And after that, it's, it's history. We were down there ever since. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So it was really weird how it just kind of, yeah. you know, meshed together. Anyway, back to what I was going to ask you guys, though. My, my curiosity was, what are some of your favorite, you know, flight test episodes? Not not anything like really recent, but, you know, kind of back when you were getting into it or when you see. It sounds like, like the, the, what was it, the. Delta, Delta Ray. Ray. Delta Ray. That was, that was definitely my uh, favorite. So it that's kind of. I, I like that one. But the one that cracked me up the most is the, the one where David's on there. Because that's about the time, like, okay. David, David was there. Yep. And I forget what plane or what episode it was. It was something where, like, his battery caught on fire. He landed it. And well, that was, was like, like every episode, I think. That's true. I forget. I don't, I don't, I can't remember if it was self induced, like if, if he was trying to do, I know it wasn't, it was, I was just dying. I think I know which one you're talking There's about. There's one, too. Like, yeah. Because they, like, they're, they're in the gravel or something. Yeah, like yeah. They're in the gravel and he's <laughs> running over to it. And like, I, I was dying on that episode. Like, but of course, I. it's been so long since I've seen that one, but yeah. I need to find it again. That was hilarious. How that about you, man? Yeah. Um, I know I mentioned that yesterday because, uh, and I didn't look to see if it was still there. My phone was dead this morning, but that Gremlin channel they used to have. Oh, yeah. Remember they had that old, like, World War II. You know, rash yeah, David yeah. Ate, but yeah. the one that actually so so that was funny because yeah. he was like, "I'll eat anything," and he starts eating it, and then at a certain point, he's oh, like, this, yeah. "This tastes like the packaging it was in." Was like, <laughs> like crackers. <laughs> oh, it was so good. Yeah, that's what it was. It was like wax covered wax crackers. Covered crackers. Like, oh, yeah. I remember that. Oh, yeah, I did so see that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, it's getting like, worse. Oh no, his face. Yeah. You could just see his face. Like, oh, bad that. idea. Yeah, it was like the wax paper had like absorbed oh, into the crackers. No, oh, yeah, I do remember that. That was hilarious. <laughs> but the uh, the flying one I remember was they David had gone out and bought like that mini jet a few years ago. Was it the little Habu or something like that? And okay. they were in, I, I think they were like an indoor soccer field. So oh, he and yeah, Josh start that. flying this thing around and there's not enough space, but they're like, well, we're doing it. It's like, <laughs> and, and da David, was, David yeah. was so full of glee. Like he was so yeah. smiling. He's like, I got a jet, you know, and Josh is like, I'm not sure this is going to work. But yeah, that was, that was really funny. That was great. Too. Yeah. <laughs> I think the ones I like the best are the ones where they have a lot of comedy in it. I mean, I just, yeah. I love yeah. that, you know, when they really like, I like the mood. I, believe like, I, one of my favorite was the foul flyer. I got it. If I would have been in oh, that episode, you would have just. I just think that is hilarious. When I, turkey. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I pulled in there. I wish I would have made it to that one. Were you, so you were there? I was oh, not at that Oh, one. my gosh. Mike, I pulled I in the driveway. If, you, if I was there, you would have heard me laughing oh. through the whole video because there's no way. I pulled I in the driveway and the garage door was up because the plane was so big. And I get out. I'm like, "What the? That's heck? like the cinder block plane. Yeah. That's the larger one." I and remember. there was the foul flyer sitting there with this big 
you know, turkey sitting in there. And I was like, what are you guys doing? Oh, we're going to fly around a turkey. I was like, what? Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I mean, that that was it, too, is when they had the camera on the turkey had his wing on the and I mean, the turkeys are... I just love that episode. I la- I go back and just watch it and just start laughing. All uh, that is definitely one of the best episodes, for sure. <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. You're right, though. If there's any comedy value, yeah, those are the ones I, 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 I got to watch yeah, over ones, and over yeah, again. Yeah, the ones that they throw like, oh some really gosh. good humor in there. I love those. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Andre? I don't know if I've ever asked you this question before. Mm, you know which one I really liked that really sparked me? Um, it sounds funny, but it's that Blunt Nose Versa video. Uh, so they've got the, oh, they've yeah. taken the Versa wing and they've changed it, and yep. it's like the three of them, and they're just bombing around. Dave is trying to chase them with his tricopter and everything, uh, you know, and they're trying to fly down the driveway in Fury Field because it was just, you know, it was one of those, again, classic long winter, and I'm sitting there going, you guys have no snow? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, and they're, they're out in the lawn chairs just flying, and I'm like, I've got to get into FPV and stuff like that. So that was the big, um, the big, big crazy one where I really liked, uh, uh, you know, just that video. And that was just like, that's what flying with friends is all about and stuff like that. You know, you're just goofing around together in FPV or line of sight. And I was like, I've got to try and do that. So that really had pushed and I had some mildly good success, but I've never FPV'd with a bunch of friends before like that. So Mm -hmm. Hmm. that's interesting. And how did you find out about flight tests i don't again i don't think i've ever Um, asked you this question either as long as i've known you so let's see so i bought that silly little micro tiger moth right and then i did the after that i started going up and i don't think i discovered flight tests until like late uh 2013 Oh, okay. Because uh, I bought the the one airplane, and then I started doing that scratch build thing, and I think I started writing articles or posting on them after a while. Like, uh, I mean, I checked out RC Group and everything, mm-hmm. and then I think you and I connected. It was more – I think the connection was more for with you and I. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know I was posting stuff about the Twin Bomber project, and I wrote a couple articles early, early on, uh, you know, early 2014. And I think you and I probably started conversing – uh, I want to say spring 2014. That sounds about right. I think you just and started email. Did you email yeah, me? Twitter. 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 Okay. I Twitter because I started listening to your podcast and stuff uh, like that. And then it just turned into a chaos, right? Yeah. Like, who's this Andre guy? He keeps bothering me. I guess I got to put him on the show. Yeah. Uh, well, I, yeah, I think the first show was when um, – Didn't we cold like, call you or something goofy? I, I, no, did, you, you tried to cold call me and I didn't answer because oh. I, was, I was doing something. But anyhow, the first one was about the Sky Mule. Oh, years, that's right. I had gotten the Sky Mule. But yeah, you tried to cold call me and I I might have been building and I didn't I didn't hear it ring or something. And then you had your backup was Fred. Uh, oh, that's <laughs> oh, right. That's yeah. right. I forgot about that. We're like, well, Andre's yeah, not going to. We're calling Fred because you didn't live that down for a while, uh, did you? Yeah. No. No, 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 no. And it's, uh, uh, it, it's funny because Fred and I have never been on a podcast together, I think. <laughs> but they never will be. <laughs> it's when you don't show up, we give him a call oh, now. Yeah. <laughs> That's the rule. <laughs> oh, I forgot yeah. about that. But it's been, yeah, my it's been a long time since I've missed a podcast, I think. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, ha, 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 Fred. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and it's sunny Florida. Yes. Oh, yes. hey, we got it. We got that weather today, yes. though. So, uh, and, oh, and even even yesterday, I'm like, you know, if if winter was like this all the time, I'd take it. You know, snowy but plus eight, perfect. Yeah. You know, I can survive this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I showed yeah. you my first plane was that Mustang. I pulled it out. Yeah. It the other day. Yeah. Yeah. And I had. I mean, I just. I kept launching and just kept. Boom, <laughs> boom. I finally just, I just gave it. I gave it away. I'm like, okay, I'm done. And I, I think I waited a year, and then Chad, Chad started. We both had the interest again to get back to it because I, I know he had wrecked the jet, that jet or whatever. Uh -huh. Probably the same time I was wrecking my Mustang at somewhere other location. Yeah. And um, batteries are done, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you're gonna get hate mail for that. Andre can tell you, you're really? gonna get hate mail really? for yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, people have so many stories after today. If we actually get out and fly, believe me, believe me, listeners, you will uh, have. It'll be worth hearing that battery chiming. But anyways, yeah. um. So then I got the Sky Surfer. He said that's a good one to start uh -huh. with. I, I was watching Banana Hobby, and it was oh kid. Banana Hobby. And, uh, You're watching Pete. Pete, yeah. And he, <laughs> he sold me on the Sky Surfer. Oh, and I was like, it was somewhat decent video. They had at least close shots of it, inverted and stuff going by him and stuff. So I bought that. And Chad's like, well, actually, that's probably a, a really good mm -hmm. plane because it's a push. Pro actually, I brought it today. I'm going to fly it. I think. But it was funny because he went to experiment with my plane, knowing Chad. Mm -hmm. He's like, you know, it's kind of aileron anemic. So he put these extensions on the ailerons, and I still get teased to this day. And he looks back, and he's like, what was I doing? What was I thinking? You know? <laughs> so I still, you, you guys will see it later today. But that was a Chad modification to that plane. But boy, it's got the aileron authority now. <laughs> like crazy. What? But is we both, we both like just got it. And I always knew Chad because he's like in the family. But when I was in high school and stuff, he was dating my cousin's cousin. We play volleyball, go swim at at her place but we never had a similar interest once we got that similar interest it was like oh my gosh oh, yeah. i got to hang out with i was at his house like julie probably hates me because i was there at their house all the time i was like that kid that wouldn't go away <laughs> but uh and he would always fix my wrecks and stuff so i had one of the best teachers there was that's, that's funny you, you mentioned it. banana hobby because I used to watch Pete's videos all the time back because again, it, it stems, he's over inspiring to some. Yeah, models, Pete but. could sell a paper airplane. <laughs> I mean, I used to watch his videos. I was captivated. That was one and of the things I was captivated. The the planes always looked good. He, looked, he just looked genuine and yeah. honest about the product that he was pushing. And so. poor Banana Hobby got such a bad rap back in the day. I don't know if you if you guys ever. Mm -hmm. you know, I never I heard saw a. A couple jets. Nobody like really when knows I, When I was it. looking into getting a jet, I think I came across one video. Oh, no. It was like I was looking up, um, yeah, an <sighs> SR-71. They had like an old SR-71 or something yes. like that, right? Yes. Yes, they and did. Yes. Well, that was a video. I think that was that the only video. Awesome. That looked amazing. Yes. Like I love that plane. <laughs> I know. And But I mean, and a great first plane that would have been pretty Yeah, cool. and then I started, I started <laughs> reading like reviews and stuff. I was like, well, like, SR-71s. Don't really fly. So no, well. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's hard to pull that up. Yeah, but uh, I just pulled the website up here now, Andre. There's they're still up and going. Banana Hobby, bunch of nice. jet, hundred mile an hour jet, right on the front page. <laughs> beginner, uh, beginner ready, ready, six cell Viper beginner Pro. Ready. No, I'm just. Kidding. <laughs> 
I'm just kidding. Uh, Pete's selling yeah. it. He's like, <laughs> Scott like lit up. He's like, oh, Jeff. I but do love the Jets. <laughs> all, all their warbirds and everything back in the day looked so yes. good. Yeah. You know, all I had the detail and the retracts and the flaps. And, you know, Pete could, it, Pete is a good pilot. I mean, he could make them look good and fly good. And you're like, oh my gosh, should I pull the trigger? Should I pull the trigger? I did. <laughs> I did on the sky, sir. Huh, that's pretty funny. All right. Um, I got one one other thing we're gonna do. Uh, I'm throwing you got you two under the bus. <laughs> I know that neither one of you have ever flown FPV. Now, have you guys ever even been under the goggles? No, You've not. never. I been was. Like, Gosh, I was me. when you flew that glider and crashed it. So I've I've got about nine seconds. Of <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> ouch! Somebody else went under the bus there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, was, it wasn't his fault. Yeah, let me stay because the prop adapter like shredded. Just, yeah, like if, you know, flew off. So it you only had one, one propeller. Right, that's why half a propeller does not fly very well. Yeah. If anyone's it wondering. did take off and it just flew apart. That was not my fault. So the intro music was well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you did a good job there. So what we're gonna do with you two guys is Mike and I have our Inductrix FPVs. Do you have an F? You have even have a is that Tiny Whoop still working? Well, yeah, but we might well, have three total, right? Yeah, but we'll, uh, like yeah, the, like yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never even put on. So a we're gonna get the Inductrix and get them ready, and we're gonna put you guys under the goggles, and we're gonna let you go, and we're gonna you want you to if you can, you might not be able to talk and fly at the same time. I don't know, and then we're gonna kind of commentate. Get your reactions, what you think, because I'm very curious. I don't know. We're if doing I, this on the podcast. Oh yeah. Oh wow. On the podcast. On oh, the podcast. oh right. I didn't know that. <laughs> wow. So I better get my gear ready. Yeah, you then. go get your stuff ready, and then I'll switch. I know my batteries my are charged. Though. Okay, so get your Inductrix ready. Right. We'll get that rolling. I gotta just grab my goggles and put the battery and everything. So see, I'm worried if this is gonna be a very expensive test. <laughs> no, you can't hurt. It's the no, FPV no. I'm, I'm saying I may oh. go to the store afterwards and want to buy all this stuff. So that's oh, what yeah, I'm yeah. kind of worried about. Uh, that's Chris's claim to fame. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. She's a very expensive friend to have. <laughs> yeah. My wife tells it, every husband that I ever meet, she goes right to their wife and goes, I, I apologize now. I'm just warning no. you, my husband is a bad influence. And they all kind of freak out like, what are you talking about? What's he going to do? It's like, He's very expensive. <laughs> I was just thinking that. I was like, foe of wives everywhere. <laughs> like, Chris. So. Oh, look at this. F so, I mean, what, uh, what, do you, what do you think? I mean, you have any... Uh, expectations? You think it's going to go bad? You think no. it's going to go good? No, I think it's going to go good. You think I, it's going to go good? Yeah, I think I, I'd get hooked pretty quickly, mm -hmm. to be honest. Yeah, I think it'd be pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, there's no way. I mean, yeah, how could it not? <laughs> I my, my son, I got him the Inductrix, and that I mean, just flying around the house is fun. So this mm -hmm. is yeah. this is like five levels beyond that. I'm yeah, guessing, so. yeah, I have a little um, Nano QX yep. that I hop around with. Mm -hmm. and and even the smaller what oh what's that what's that the proto x i have yeah, oh yeah yeah the proto. i love that thing. i'm i'm waiting for the proto x to be fpv i'm sure it's oh, going to be awesome. you know before soon um and the other thing i'm actually curious about for uh, oh i guess i'll call you guys beginners under the goggles is you know one of you is going to have fat sharks and then the other is going to have the head plays some people right off the bat with the head plays just like even andre's like oh that, this is way too much it's like IMAX in your face. See that of. I would like. I like so we'll, we can switch of. around. Yeah, okay. I'm curious to see, see the difference. Yeah, I'm curious to see the difference. Yeah. So Andre, talk, 
talk for a couple minutes. I'm getting the inductrix. Don't make right. it boring. I'll be right back. Oh, we'll talk. We'll talk about the inductrix. I mean, um, I've been fine actually. James uh, the other day was like, oh, you know, I was telling him, yeah, people are using like balloons and stuff to make gates for the inductrix, and so oh, he starts cool. okay. He says, like, okay, I've got these narrow, you know, the, the uh, balloon, you know, sculpture kind of things, those really narrow ones. So he blew up one. He says, okay, now I need to find a way to anchor this stuff down. He says, do you got any scrap pieces of foam board? I'm like, yeah. So he grabs two pieces. He cuts them apart, sticks holes in them, and, and pulls the balloon, like the two tabs of the, you know, the, the where you knock the balloon up, and then the, the, there's a little nipple at the top. Pulls those through, tapes them on. And then he says, the only thing I would have done different, he says, is I would have, you know, made one piece of foam board so that, you know, you can keep the structure because it was sliding apart. I'm like, well, grab a skewer for now. And uh, so that we have gates. Um, so we're going to make a bunch of them eventually. Oh, wow. and, you know, the Inductrix is kind of great for the for the winter kind of thing. You know, I, I, I just never seem to have enough batteries charged to go. Yeah, but, it does seem like, yeah, that's, that's mm-hmm. the other thing that. Like it looks awesome, but it does seem like what you how many how many minutes of flight do you get out of like two or three, three to four, three to four. Uh, Okay, yeah, actually, I'm my bigger my my cheap uh, nanotech batteries are doing pretty good. I've got a couple other ones, higher end ones, and they seem to last. Um, And actually, uh, recently, I went from flying on my screen to flying with my goggles, and the difference is uh, for me was noticeable. I could fly harder and faster and react better. So, um, oh yeah, I mean, so I'm, 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 you know, with the, with the screen, it'd be like, oh, I, I didn't see that, you know, that my altitude was just a little high compared to the, you know, the, the, the door ledge or something. Now it's like with the goggles, I'm right in there and I'm going even faster. So the biggest thing I have to watch is, um, if I cut the throttle or something to dive down, got to remember to be, you know, come back up quick enough because it'll just fall a little too aggressively. So it's one of those you kind of, you know, if you, if you need to get dip it down just a tiny bit, it's just blip the throttle just so you come down and then you come back up to your altitude right away. So we're just beaming around the house. So I'm going even more aggressive than I ever did before because I can I can estimate my my distance. I guess my perception is better with the goggles on. Okay, we got cool. uh, Scott's ready. He's got the All head right. plate goggles on. We got the uh, Inductrix FPV fired up. So what do wow, you? Wow, that screen is huge. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this is gonna be expensive. I know. <laughs> now, what do you? What's your first impression when you're, you're you? The goggles are on. The Inductrix the, on the floor. The picture is better than I thought it would be. I I was thinking that it was gonna be like really grainy, really mm-hmm. analog. Mm-hmm. Picture is actually pretty decent. <laughs> yeah, like that's pretty impressive. Yeah. All right. So anytime you're ready, you can take off. You can go around the kitchen. Now, did, will wanna... this flip over if I like yaw too much or? Uh, no, no. It's very stable. So he's up off the ground. He's about three feet. Oh, there he is. Oh, they're both up. They're going around. Oh, up, down, up, down. Yeah, I gotta use oh. this. This is. <laughs> Oh, yeah, definitely. It's, <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna have to play uh, go find the inductors when they crash on this. Oh, this is different than uh, line of sight. <laughs> oh, this is fantastic. They're in the wall. They're oh, wait, oh, once downstairs. Once, I'm, I'm once stuck under the gate. Uh oh. Oh, All he's right, out. He's up. Oh, this is great. <laughs> it's hilarious. One. Oh! Oh! 
One's downstairs right. flying around. One's uh, still Come in the living room. Come in front of the periscope camera if you can. <laughs> this is, oh, man. Oh, another one down. Oh, Andre, this uh, is this <laughs> is just comical. One back. I'll give you oh, a Off the wall. Oh, he's rolled over. I'll okay. give you a clue. One backwards Uh-oh. is not an option. Yeah. <laughs> don't go backwards. <laughs> go forward. I have all fuzz. I, I don't know what happened there. You're all fuzz? Yeah. Still? I, yeah. I'm, I, I dropped it. Like. Uh-huh. I, I look. Yeah, downstairs somewhere. I have no idea where I'm at. <laughs> yeah, it's all fuzz. That's that. Is I'm in a lead lined room. Are you doing okay? Or? Yeah. I mean, you see okay? That's the biggest problem with the goggles is when you, you hear it? crash and you got to pull all the goggles off, go find it. But uh, over the monitor, <laughs> oh the difference is just See now? No, no, there's no, there's no picture. Oh. Uh, oh, no. I think a prop came off that time. Hold on. It, it's all it's all white fuzz. Like I don't see any. That was a good hit. Yeah, prop. One of my two of my props flew off. Oops. Here, do you want to? Do you want now? No, it's all it's all like it's all fuzzy. <laughs> yeah, you want to see what it looks like? Yeah. You bump the channel. Which prop goes which? Do you? Oh, it is fuzzy. I don't know which one goes. Oh, all right. Well, we're down. Oh, man. We're down. I didn't take long. No, it didn't take long. I don't know how to now, get props back in the right spot. Mike and I have flown these a million times. <laughs> <laughs> Never did that one. Scott, <laughs> Scott crashed and we have no video, and it was no big deal. What? I was in the air and it just like oh, it cut just out. Cut out, and then so I put it down. All right, we'll change. Point. We'll change battery. We'll see if we can get it to go again. Uh, Pat crashed, lost two props. <laughs> okay, but right, we're we, not beginners at no. all. <laughs> okay, but now before we do, what we'll do, we'll just talk about a little bit. We'll end the podcast and we'll let you try again. I think to you know, so we're not completely boring everybody out there. What's your initial? What I mean, what do you think? Trial management was the hardest part for me. Yeah, same here. Like, I was going up and down a lot. Because it's like, whoa, like uh-huh. it's kind of I was like going up and down a lot. Yeah, that up and down perspective is a lot easier yeah. when you're just doing line of sight versus uh-huh. the first it's person. It's so different than line of sight. Like I didn't yeah. realize it was going to be that. Different. Really? Yeah. Like I, I was like trying to rotate it. Uh huh. I wasn't. Although I haven't flown a quad in a while, mm-hmm. so it's yeah, like it's a I was. My problem too, I was I trying yeah. to rotate it with the right stick instead of the, yeah. the uh, throttle stick. Yeah, you need the uh, yeah. So I was I was screwed I up that, that way. Now. Yeah. But like you throw me in front of like line of sight. Oh, I'll be zipping yeah, yeah. around. Like I forgot. I was not clock. zipping around with this thing. I was like it, going forward a little bit and then trying to turn it and then hitting the ceiling, then dropping down, I, then yeah. going up. I forgot how the, heavy you are on rudder with quads. Yeah. Yes. With the throttle. Yeah. Right. With the rudder in my yeah. mind. Yeah. And the, the, the thing with the quads the and even these ones is you'll notice like if. Uh, the, the more you know, faster forward flight, or if you're turning hard, the more throttle. Yeah. You know, it's all yeah, about yeah, yeah. getting. Yeah. You know, it's getting yeah. comfortable. So, was it harder than you thought, or easier? I thought. I don't think we gave them enough. To, probably I, not. I thought it was going to be easier than it was. So it yeah. was a little bit harder uh-huh. for me, just because it. It's they need so to swap eye different. Eyewear we will after, but yeah. I, I was impressed by the the picture. <laughs> like mm-hmm. that that picture was not. Well, when when you lose a little bit of signal, then it gets a little, a little grainy fuzzy. and fuzzy. Yeah, yeah. But like, if it locks on that signal, like mm-hmm. that's a good image. I mean, you can see everything really yeah. clearly. Yeah. Like I was shot. I left this Way tiny better than camera. No FPV. Oh, no, I never. Yeah. I never saw that. That was but, aggravating. With was that it? Right. And 
you know, we talked about it in the last podcast. Sure. We were all over Mike's. And no matter where you fly, you're always going to get a little bit of yeah, just, right, know, yeah. That, yep. but to be able to go where these things can go, it's, it's just unbelievable. That was nuts. Yeah, yeah. The only time I lost was, and I think I, I think it says any any camera's got that problem is. It's sunny outside. Yeah. Look at that sliding glass door. Oh, like yeah. The oh, yeah. took a second. So yes. it was kind of blinding and then I had to adjust. Right. So as yeah. I rotated, then I it kind of came back in. But I was like, whoa. Yeah. And that's just something. The more yeah. you fly, you know it's it, what's happening and what it's going to yeah. do. Yeah. And, and these cameras are 100% better than their older cameras. Like before, that's if you didn't have every light on in the house, oh, you're flying the nano. It just dark. Oh, and you couldn't good. see. And these will actually, they adjust and you know you, you can see. You run into the light. Yeah, right. Exactly. Goal. So if you wanted to fly in the evening, you had to turn all the lights on in yeah. the house. These, you don't have to do that. Though. It is amazing how light those are, though. Yeah. I mean, right off the Tiny. jump, like I grabbed it. Mm -hmm. And I know from you know having the regular Inductrix, I mean, this thing is way light. Yeah. I mean, that camera, I mean, I mean that's really incredible. Right. Able to get all that off. Yep. You get a lot of punch out of them, too. Yes. That's yeah. What, I know you guys are. weren't I know really I kept, going, but. I kept smacking the <laughs> <laughs> You really, you really throttle. Well, that was a good little test, though. I say. You know, we'll get done with the podcast here. We'll end this thing. We'll tune them back up, get everything going. We'll we'll let them try again, and see what happens. Sure so we'll do it again. Awesome. And then we'll get you back on. We're like, okay, you know. Well, I know it'll happen. They'll go down and buy their own. <laughs> yeah, I, that's. So I'm curious to see the difference in the in the goggles. Yeah, too. Yeah, that is a big. Those head plays. That's a bigger screen than I was oh, imagining yeah. too. Like yeah. it, it is really immersive. Like what, it's very immersive. Where you really notice is when you got them plugged into the Phantom. Oh, I bet. Oh, that's oh, just that's, crazy. I bet that's awesome. Yeah, it's crazy. I bet that's amazing. Even even if you have them on, there's been spots like Sam real low to a trees, and you come over the trees and it say it drops oh, off. That's awesome. And you literally like sometimes you right, it feels yeah. like you are an eye. Like it. Oh, it's crazy. But all right. Well, guys, I think we're going to end it right here. We're going to get off, charge some more batteries, get How these guys. It? it doesn't seem like it's an hour and 50 minutes. Wow. wow. Really? Yeah. Time time. Time. Gosh, I'm ready to keep going. Yeah. <laughs> so real quick, though, Andre, what do you think? Did you think it was going to go like it did or worse <laughs> or better? Or? Where's David at? That's what I want uh, to must have, get the must have been, We wore a shirt. I know. Day. Look at it. Our Man, we were. Yeah. Jeez. Wait, oh, that was a great shirt. I hope your headache gets better, dude. Yeah. Yep. No, on the on the inductors guys keep keep flying them. Uh, honestly, it's a momentum thing. I think yeah. uh, one thing I learned is yep. when you slow down, that's when it all goes bad. You just kind of like you know, I'm, I kind of fly my now. Yeah, yeah. I, would, I, would, I definitely I knew I wasn't going fast enough forward mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah. Yep. That's uh, that's the big key because it's like when you slow it down, that's when they all I think they just get into their own wash and they all yep. kind of act a little weird. But when you when you keep up a decent speed, so and you know you can crash these things like crazy and they seem to survive. I haven't cracked a frame yet or nothing on mine, so I'm like, yeah, keep going. Yeah, that's pretty neat how they bounce off of stuff. Like you, you <laughs> right. don't you don't crash stuff, as much yeah. as like they don't just yeah. like, fall out of the sky if you're hitting the side or yeah, yeah i'm impressed how he took like, two props off i know the that's never happened <laughs> like, how does that happen that's funny i've got i've got some skills <laughs> we cleaned he all the cobwebs off your ceiling pretty good though i'll tell you what i think we hit everything i think pat was trying to do his normal inverted maiden flight i, <laughs> I was thinking the controls reverse <laughs> I have to admit. <laughs> <laughs> I see the inductors going by upside down. <laughs> How do you do that? Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, that was fun. 
All right, guys, we're going to get out of here. Thanks for joining us. Um, again, in the next podcast or two, we'll, uh, we got a lot of information, let you know things of what's going on, things that are changing, what we hope we can do down the road, some different things. And uh, let us know what you think. Um, we might have to move this on the other side so these aren't in front of our guest faces. Oh, we can we can do whatever you want. I'm just a suggestion. Oh, yeah. Just a suggestion. We'll, we'll work out. And suggestions, comments, you know, whatever you need, hit me up. Uh, Chris at flighttest.com, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, all FT after hours. Uh, let us know what you think. And uh, we'll go from there, see what happens. Yep. But Sounds good. Thank you. All right. Until next time in our $20 studio here, <laughs> we'll be back in a couple weeks. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for hanging out on Periscope. Yes, I know. Thanks so much. I, I, Look, I know Mike was way back, and we probably cut him off for half the podcast because he's all comfortable leaning back yeah, in I his know. chair. And I forgot to mention things. Oh, I had things I wanted to that flying uh, fixed, uh, fixed f, fixed wing racing, fixed wing racing with that Chris. Oh yeah, yeah. We'll he has talk a about Lee yep. in Worcester. I forgot to even mention him. Right, right. Um, he wanted us to come out and join him for some fixed wing, fixed wing, yeah, FPB uh, racing. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, that would be cool. Yep. We may have to look into that. Right. All right. Till next time. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, Andre, for coming and hanging out. Go get your planes. Get out there and get, get some out flying. There flying. Yep. You will do. All right. So we'll see you guys, or we'll see you and talk to you in a couple of weeks. Thanks for joining right. us. Goodbye, see you. Right. Take care. Bye.